everybody always asks the beer dad, man, where do you get all these amazing craft beers? Well, I get around. But let me tell you where you can get some amazing craft beers, some of the best in all of the Inland Empire. The Craft Lounge, Beaumont, California, on Beaumont Avenue, just north of the 10 Freeway. Go see Jimmy, tell him the Beer Dad and Brew podcast sent you, he'll hook you up. And on January 29th, the Trifecta Bottle Share, Be There or Be Square, brought to you by the Craft Lounge, Hip Hop Craft the Show, Beer Thug Life, and Louie's Liquor. You got $55 VIP, $35 general admission. No excuses, brewheads. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Beard Dad and Brew podcast. As always, I am your host, the Beard Dad himself, Justin Allen, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Mr. Tons and Kettles, homebrewing himself, Brandon Gray. How the hell are you? Doing fantastic. How <laughs> was everybody out there? Out, out there? there? Yeah. Podcast land. Yeah. <laughs> How are you there. doing? <laughs> All over the place, apparently. All yeah. over the world. Um, and we are joined uh, by a continuing guest, the Christopher Martin. Christopher. The. Wow. I, I cut off your, your glorious intro for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the trumpets were about to happen. The so. otter man himself. <laughs> the otter man. God damn <laughs> Freaking otters, man. Uh, I'm going to get you an otter for Christmas next year. It's like Stuff. a real live otter? Yeah, a pet oh. otter. <laughs> he can keep it in his bathtub, and so when he takes a shower, he's got to like. He's, I got a rapist otter staring at him. I hope you like looking over your shoulder all the time. Yeah, <laughs> otters are evil. Hell yeah! All right, so we are uh, on the road, uh, Brandon. Uh, we are yeah. somewhere. Where are we, Brandon? What city are we in? This is uh, the Breadstickville, Breadstickville, California. Pretty close. Oh no, I'm sorry, Temecula, California. It is. Uh, yeah, it, they have the breadsticks here. Yeah. Yeah. Temecula, home of the breadsticks, also home. <laughs> it's true. Oh yeah. Also home of Oscar's Brewing Company, and that is where we're at right now. We are uh, being uh, hosted here by uh, Mr. Joe Flores. Joe, how are you doing, buddy? Great, great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us out here. We're really stoked. Uh, been here before. Had your beers. Really excited for the fellows here to to try the beers here, and for us to uh, talk about everything that's going on here at Oscar's. So. Our listeners can come check you guys out because uh, they're missing the boat here because you got the uh, the double whammy here. Not only do you have amazing beer that you brew here, and we're going to talk about that throughout the show, but also amazing food, something that yourself and I, we grew up on, uh, the old Pat and Oscars chain. Um, so the food here is um, uh, you got a little bit different menu than uh, the OG Pat and Oscars, but a lot of the favorites are on the menu. Uh, and we had some of that earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had some of their famous breadsticks, like Brandon was calling us. So we had the breadstick capital here. In That's Temecula. right. Oh, yeah. I think they're known for their wine out here, too. Keep I don't it, know. Keep it do- <laughs> well, the wine second, breadsticks first. first. Breadsticks yeah, right, first, yeah. wine second. Well, keep, keep it I'm going gonna, gonna to go one further. I'm going to say beers over the wine, but that's oh, just like my that. preference. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. so. I mean, I know we do have a lot of wine aficionados that listen to the show, and uh, cheers to that. I just, I just never been able to get into it i guess i like carbonation and well i've tried sparkling wines too and i can't get into it either so here we are (laughs) that's why we're at a brewery and that's why we have a podcast that is about craft beer and home brewing yes yes so we're here at oscar's brewing company that's right um joe is uh hosting us we have some amazing flights that we're going to talk about um uh, we're going to talk about uh joe's story as well 
Um, but first, before we get into that, we're going to have uh, live via the interwebs a special guest from Houston, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? Who's, who are we talking to? It's uh, Sir Daniel. Uh, uh, Mr. Andrade, Sir, yeah. Sir Daniel of uh, Feathered Serpent or Feathered Serpent Mead. Yes. Yeah. Feathered Serpent's Meadery. He sent us oh, some yeah, stuff. Uh, Joe's going to be able to partake. He's already looked at it. <laughs> um, also, shout out to uh, to Daniel um, for the Joel Austin uh, artwork here. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Thank you so much for the. Uh, well, I'll tell him. I'll tell him when he gets on. But yeah, yeah. these are fucking badass glass glasses, and the uh, the mead is like out of this world. It's a uh, well, I'll let him tell you about it. It's just fucking crazy. I can't wait to get into it. Absolutely. Uh, it's wild. All right. So we're going to so be getting with him in just we'll, a second. We'll so Via the internet. There it is. Hello, brother. Yo. Daniel, what's up, brother? How's it going? Wow. Welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Was it a long-time listener, first-time caller? I don't, I don't know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, long, as, uh, I was on one time when uh, Josh couldn't uh, log in for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, and we, and we hung out? Little, yeah, we hung out. I was in the man cave. Yeah. You have a very <laughs> glorious man cave, by the way. Oh, thank you. You didn't get to see it uh, in person, though. No. Gosh. Next time, we're definitely coming and hanging out at the man cave, for sure. Yeah, because we have to do something. Because uh, you know, I had, I had, uh, Josh and I had plans to brew something together. So now Brandon's gonna have to take over. There you go. I'll be honored. All right. So, um, Daniel, uh, Brandon probably kind of prepped you here. What we are at uh, Oscar's Brewing Company here in Temecula, California. We have the head uh, brewer here, uh, Joe Flores. So he's gonna be able to sample some of your goodies as well. So say hi to Joe. Okay. Hi, Joe. Hey, Daniel. how's it going? Nice to meet you, man. Good. Nice to meet you too. All right, so uh, let's let's talk about this. I know you're you're really into mead, and so we've already kind of shouted out Feathered Serpent's Meadery there in Houston, Texas. Um, uh, also, I wanted to shout out your mohawk too, because I think that's a very important uh, thing that needs mohawk. to happen. Oh, well, it makes the mead. I'm sure <laughs> it makes the mead better. Man, it literally makes yeah, the mead. Well, just... you know what? The mohawk came off. Man. Oh no, the mohawk yeah. is off. Is it coming there back? Was a, there was an incident since I'm a welder. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> so I had to uh, had to get a uh, short out, and they'll come back though. So it was kind of like a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh shit! I haven't thought about that for a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, Feather Serpent Meadery, what got you into mead, bro? What got me into mead? Uh, it was actually uh, COVID. <laughs> it was COVID. Uh, so I had been brewing beer and uh, did a couple beers here and there, you know, like a regular hobby guy. And uh, well, a lot of a lot of my friends were doing beer too. Once COVID hit, we were kind of exchanging information, and we were we were um, you know change, exchanging recipes and all that stuff. Um, but then everybody, it kind of felt like a like I was going nowhere because some of my friends were doing better beers, and uh, one of my friends actually, you know, came out came out with Misfit Brewing, and he's uh, he's up there. And uh, so that's I didn't cool wanna, brewery, I didn't, De- definitely right up your alley for sure. Hell yeah. Right. Um, so I, uh, I'm like, man, what else can I do? So I reached out to one of my friends. He's like, why don't you try making me? And I'm like, huh. 
So I got, you know, I got some cheap honey and I did my first one gallon batch. It came out, you know, decent. I didn't add anything to it. But then, you know, I started doing more research like a normal enthusiast would do. Right. And, you know, like, you know, I found uh, Fantastic Meads on Instagram and one of my uh, good friends now and mentor, uh, Jeremy Clausing. He has Clausing Brewing in Indiana. Mm-hmm. He just like started feeding me information and I was running from his mistakes, which is pretty good because he kept telling us like, do this and don't do that and make sure it's clean and, you know, it's not very temperamental. So it just started going from that, just you know, a little network. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And I started, after a while, I started sharing it with my friends and they're like, dude, you should really get into this. So... There was, there's really no competition in Houston, Texas. Yeah. There's probably like three eateries. And most of the like nicer ones are like outside the city, which you know, most people are like, man, I'm already stuck in traffic for <laughs> two, three hours. I'm not driving yet. Right. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how I kind of got into it. So Just one thing led to another. So it's really awesome that you got in. I've actually uh, been able to sample. You sent us home with some um, some meads. Uh, the peanut butter and jelly mead was my favorite of the two that I had. Um, you did a really good job. I was actually telling them about that uh, earlier. It was just blended really yeah. well, just lots of flavor. Um, some, sometimes my, my biggest problem with mead, you know, we were just talking about uh, myself, um, you know, being more of a beer guy, not big, big into wine. And... Uh, um, Meads are kind of hit and miss for me. Um, there's a local meadery here that I've had that I really enjoy called Batch Mead. Um, okay. uh, they do they they do a good job, um, but for sometimes it's just oh man, it's like it's like overly sweet. I guess is is the the word I'm looking for. Like, um, but to blend the flavors that you did on that peanut butter and jelly one, it just it came across really really nice. So you did good. So looking forward to trying this concoction. We're all kind of staring at uh, Joel Osteen here. <laughs> and, um, Hang tell on, it, man. You're, uh, you're kind of breaking up there. You're breaking up. Oh snap! There you go. I was gonna say, uh, um, might be, might be your signal. phone. There you go. Okay. okay. Um, so we're just, we're staring at Joel Austin here. We're gonna get ready to to try this concoction that you sent us uh, here. So yeah. tell us about this mead that you made. I'm gonna start pouring it. So can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. You there, Daniel? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. this thing keeps going back. In. Sorry. Yes, All right. So, um, so a good friend of mine, Ralph, he, uh, I help him. Uh, did one of his smokers, right? Yeah. And uh, I didn't charge him anything. You know, that's that's between us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Not anymore, so, unless you want me to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I helped him out with that because I mean, I, I enjoy welding, and uh, so. It was a project for me too, uh, so he uh, he helped me out. And, uh, like, man, we should do a collaboration. You know, because he does smoke meats, and uh, like, how's, how are we gonna incorporate that? And it's like, no, just just do something and work it out. Like, okay. So uh, he came up with the uh, with the name because uh, most of Feather Serpent Meats uh, titles are under Aztec deities. Yeah. Right. Uh, but this one, obviously, Lambo's from heaven. Uh, he picked up the name. Uh, he just because we like to dog on Joe Olsen. 
Oh yeah, not good stuff he's done for Houston. Yeah, man. Um, and that that plumber that he uh, donated all that money to. Yeah, that yeah. plumber definitely <laughs> came up. Yeah, and I mean they couldn't have come at a better at a better time because like that that news came like a week before we released them. So That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> yeah, right when they're so in the news. Mead, yeah, this mead. So Ralph picked picked one of the flavors, and it was kiwi because he wanted to make it green like money. Nice. And I'm like, okay. And uh, he was like, why don't you incorporate something else? So I thought of honeydew. Kind of like, uh, so it's kiwi and honeydew. Yeah, they're quite opposites. One is like tart and tangy, one soft. Dude, yeah, two, I was telling these guys, two of my favorite uh, like fruits like, of all time. Uh, I'm a big melon guy. You know. <laughs> and I, I, I really love kiwis. And so... Uh, and then you told me there's vanilla bean in here too. And I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, this there's is vanilla be bean to kind of to kind of round out the edges. I didn't put that much vanilla bean. It definitely mm-hmm. just softened to kind of melt the flavors together. Nice. And, and uh, then the glitter, the glitter was just because it was Christmas time. <laughs> and I went and released it, and it was like, and everybody keeps asking, "Why the glitter?" I'm like, "Man, that's concentrated hate towards Joel's." That's right, man. <laughs> that, that, that bling bling. Joel, Joel Austin yeah. juice. <laughs> Yeah, Joel so, tears. Yeah, Joel tears. In there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the name "Lambos from Heaven" is just you know we we actually wanted to make a uh, promotional music video, <laughs> and and we were like thinking about and it just started just going downhill. From there. So, oh, we oh should, that's awesome. We should bring a pink Lambo. It's like where can we afford a pink Lambo? All right, maybe we just do one of those things and with the camera magic. You know, we 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 get it like a bottle, a uh, pink Lambo, and just yeah. You know, yeah. put it on the street, but then it was like, now nah, we just made a rap song. So. You, should, you should, you should have asked Joel, be like, "Yo, man, can you can we borrow kick us down some money?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have, that would have gone very well. Yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you leave eighty five thousand dollars in the bathroom for me? Thank you. Yeah, like, yo, man, can I come over and snake your toilets? <laughs> Joel's got a yeah. pink Joel's got a pink Lambo in his driveway. You know it. Yeah, you can just go take a yeah. picture by that thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Go borrow that. Sure he, he probably loaded uh, yeah, loaned it to you, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, man. So uh, it's it's obviously most most uh, meads can go either way, serve chilled or, or room temperature. This one I think works better chilled, just because of the the tartness of the kiwi and the freshness of the melon. Right? Oh yeah. So yeah, I got it um, nice and chilled, man. Right. I didn't back sweeten it too much. I wanted that you know that tanginess from the uh, from the kiwi to come out. So that's what you get. You get like. On the nose, I don't know if you have you guys poured it yet. Yeah, yeah. So, Smells like a candle. Yo, I just tried it right now. <laughs> that shit is yeah. fucking tight, dude. You did a yeah, really, really good job. The 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 combination is wild. Like totally different. Something that you're not used to for sure. I get a ton of kiwi, and then on the back end, I get that honeydew melon. And then, like yeah. you said, with the vanilla bean, it kind of rounds out nicely and just oh, yeah. kind of gives a nice little, you know, uh, nice little. Blanket for it to lay on, yeah. That's vanilla nice. was right. a very nice addition, I think. I like you that like that, yeah. yeah what do you What do you think over there, uh, Joe? You know, having probably had fair share of meat in your days, what do you think of this uh, Joel Osteen Lambos from Honeydew Glitter? Well, top labels of all time for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're not going to beat that presentation. Uh, but uh, as far as the flavor goes, I really like the balance. They said the acidity is up front. You really get the honeydew and then the finish that rounded out vanilla, like you said. You nailed yeah. that. The vanilla flavor is great, man. Did a great job. I really like it. That's awesome Thank stuff. 
This shit is bananas without any bananas. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I love this. I'm actually trying to work on a banana foster. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Bananas foster. Yeah. It's coming. I like it. Hell so, yeah, yeah, man. man it's a, thank you. Don't don't sugarcoat it now. I mean, I no, no, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know you, man. We would, ne- we, we would never. We would never. No, I, I really like it. You know, I was t- telling them, you know, for meads are kind of different for me. But like I said, I really enjoyed the peanut butter one. I was a little worried because of the glitter, only because every, okay. t- every time I've ever had anything with glitter, I've been like, oh, my God. Like, no, uh, what did I serve you, Chris? Uh, unicorn farts or something Unicorn. Like um, it, was it fart? It yeah, was something like that. Unicorn yeah, yeah. farts. Was I was farting glitter. Yeah, U- yeah unicorn, I mean, unicorn there, fart deluxe. There's been a lot that I've had, and, and usually it's, it's just a gimmick. Like I think the first one I ever had was actually from uh, your uh, neck of the woods. I think uh, Drake had sent... Uh, Eureka Heights. They did a glitter oh, cream ale. I think the buckle it was. Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Buckle, uh, glitter buckle bunny. And and, and that was uh, it for a cream ale. It was a cream ale. But man, I could yeah, not get past ale. the glitter. I just couldn't do it. It was like so much in yeah. there, and you don't taste yeah. it. You don't taste the glitter. Yeah. But it, but it just there threw was me like a, I got a glass, and it just looked like melted <laughs> gold. <It's> like, <laughs> ah. Fucking yeah. glitter party up in that glass. But this is really yeah, cool. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna they say they recently made one with a uh, pea flower, uh-huh. so it's purple. And that one actually, yeah, they they uh, didn't. Uh, I guess the person that shook the uh, the glitter in there didn't have Parkinson's. I'm sorry, I say that. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, it's it, it's uh, it's much nicer now. So good. Drinking out of the glassware too, man. This yeah. is, uh, oh, are you? Yeah, Brandon, yeah. Brandon poured it in his glass yeah, that he sent us, and uh, yeah, dude, uh, it, it looks proper with it, Joel Osteen, and I look too fancy, <laughs> <laughs> bougie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, don't, did I send you a uh, hundred dollar bills? <laughs> oh no, yeah, actually you did, but uh, yeah. Monopoly money. I really thought that was cute. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was like we were at the release. We were just oh, you guys had, out, you know. We we're handing out a hundred dollar bills, and everybody's like, "What? Uh, like, yeah, once you go to Joel Osteen's church, just put it in." Oh hell yeah, dude! So <laughs> you had you had funny money with uh with this logo printed on it, or no? Oh, that would been dope. Yeah, that would have been dope. That way, when they start fun. counting their till at the end of the day, they're like, "What is all this? <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch! <laughs> Who's feathered serpent? <laughs> Who didn't look yeah. at this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Well, thank yeah. you so much for uh, sending the meat and. Uh, Thank you for sending the beer. We're going to crack some of those too. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I really appreciate it. We can't wait to see you again. No, yeah, me too, man. You guys are welcome over here anytime. We, we love it down Bawa there. And everybody. And yeah. Just, uh, we'll definitely hook you guys up with some barbecue this time, man. Oh, dude, don't. <laughs> Poor Brandon. Speaking all, he had, all he had was the meat in his pocket. Now you're got. speaking to me. <laughs> dude, I, I fucking love... I love meat, dude. I'm a I'm a bona fide meat eater, dude. Smoke meats all day, baby. Like, and it's that's literally like heaven. Houston, Texas, Texas was fucking insane, man. Good stuff. Everywhere we went, man. Bomb barbecue everywhere. But we we definitely definitely appreciate you and your support, and then uh, you know totally. coming out and hanging out with us. You got to, you know, obviously you got to spend some time with Josh, and um, yeah. you know he he really appreciated that, and uh, you know we uh, thank you for your continued support of the show and. Uh, we'll definitely always. be out there to see you see you again, as well as uh, always glad to uh, endorse and um, hype up the uh, the meadery. I, I'm right. very happy for you. Uh, things are going in the right Thank direction, and hopefully it all works out for you. That's right. Thank you. No, as soon as I, because this year is going to be more experimental and more 
quantity, so I'll definitely be sending you guys more models. Oh, yeah. Wow, that sounds awesome. Real quick before you go, Chris, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, we didn't ask uh, the Christopher Martin. So, Chris. Oh, no, it's great. I, it's a, this is a very, very quality mead. Here. It's extremely yeah. complex and It's awesome, very, right? very smooth. I love the the flavor notes. You get everything. You get the okay. the honeydew. You get the uh, the kiwi, the, the vanilla on the, the finish to really round it out. And the glitter is a nice touch. The Joel Osteen is a nice <laughs> touch. I actually had one of my accounts told me that I remind him of Joel Osteen. And I, I for the life of me, I can't. I don't know why. <laughs> Man, I would take that as an insult. We got to shave. I did. I did. <laughs> fighting words. Shit. We got to shave your beard and yeah. see if that's true or not. <laughs> you know. Get, you, get oh, you in this pink get up with yeah. the money tie. Yeah. Next yeah, Halloween yeah. costume. Hell yeah. There you go. But I also love the hip flask uh, serving size. Oh, dude, seriously, we forgot yes. to say that. Yeah, yes. it's um, yeah, good. As what Joe was uh, commenting on, the presentation was yes. like perfect. Like this dude, is the glass. This flask. is it. This is it right okay. here. But you definitely knocked it out of the park on that. And again, thanks for uh, sending it to us. Oh, thank you guys so much. It's um, really appreciative for you know spreading the word too, and uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Of course. It's, I just want to make. Quality over quantity. That's right. It's the best uh, bed, bath, and body work solution I've ever had. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Wait, is that, right. isn't it more like, no, oh, it's bed, bath, and beyond. Or something like that. <laughs> you know, I, I conflated a couple of different things there probably. <laughs> there you go. I think it's bath and body. You can use it as an aftershave too, don't worry. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then the glitter, you know, just really makes you sparkle. That's why I was thinking for a beard oil, I could get my beard nice and sparkly. <laughs> It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll just stick to drinking it because it is delicious. You just dye your beard uh, green and glitter it up. Yeah, yeah, man. For St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you got it. There it is. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, Daniel. Oh, yeah, I know man. you got to get to work uh, tonight, yeah, so right. we want you to uh, get to work safely yeah. and uh, do your thing and uh, keep rocking the mead. Right on, man. And Thank everybody, you. if you guys want to check out Feathered Serpent uh, Meadery, look them up. Uh, you're on Instagram. Are you on Facebook too? No, not on Facebook yet. Good. Stay away yes, from that place. Yeah. <laughs> the metaverse is trash. That's right, man. Yeah, stick to the Instagrams and the Twitters. So thank you so All much right. for making time for us, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Hey Brendan, thank you guys for inviting me. Justin, no thank you again. And Josh, I know you're listening too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Cheers to Josh. Cheers to Josh, man. Cheers. All right, brother. All right, guys. Have, take, take it, it easy. easy. What a nice fella. Yeah, dude, Absolutely. He's a, he's a great guy. And yeah. this is fucking impressive. Yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I, like yep. I said, the the glitter is what got me worried. But uh, after tasting it, I was like, everything that he said was in it, I tasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think it was nice, the sweet balance of it. It wasn't too sweet, yeah. but it, did, it obviously was fruited. So it had I, I really think he's on to something with the uh, the kiwi and the honeydew to kind of backpedal sure. on the sweetness of mead. Yeah, that was really nice. Because that tartness really, really set it back, and it just made it to where it was not overly sweet and it was enjoyable so he did did a great job and again the packaging we, we <laughs> forgot to we forgot to ask him the octane oh uh he did tell me okay let me let me look i'm pretty sure Let's consult it's, the book i'm pretty sure it's 12 but wow. let me just yeah confirm very smooth it's drink 12. a handle of that and you're done yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a hip flask you know? yeah. Yeah. one of those yeah, little flask jigs yeah, yeah. Let's see what he said. I love it. I mean, you can reuse that forever. Now you got that little Joel Osteen glass. Oh, yeah, man. glass. Come on, that's perfect. All right, so we got it is. Hold on here. Okay. Should we be playing Jeopardy music? Right scrolling now? music. He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
We've got all kinds of goodies that we can play in here if we want to. Well, while he's looking that up, we're going to uh, adjust our television sets, or not really our television sets, but our our radios, our cell phones, whatever it is that you listen to the Beer Dad and Brew podcast. Um, and we are going to focus on Oscars Brewing Company and Joe Flores, head brewer of Oscars Brewing Company. So yeah. we have some pretty cool flights here. We're going to dive into those uh, very shortly. But first, Joe, uh, let's talk about you, the man behind the brewing. Uh, what got you into brewing and how long have you been brewing for? Uh, I've been brewing since I was uh, 19. I'm 32 now. So wow. Yeah, do the done. math. Yeah. 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 I don't do math. You guys do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I got into it because a friend of mine, well, um, when I was 17, I started dating my sister's uh, friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, her and I didn't work out, but we became great friends. And through that, she started home brewing in Long Beach. And I was like, wait, you can make beer at home? And she says, yeah, look, I made this beer. And I tried it, and I was like, holy crap, this is good beer. Yeah. So from there, I would go up and visit her, and I would go to Steinfiller's. It's the homebrew store in Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my first uh, homebrews were all extract kits, and they were all from Steinfiller's. Nice. The first Shoot. beer I ever did on my own was a barley wine. That's badass. Uh, that place is cool, man. It was. A, it's a really cool spot. I haven't been there in years. I hope they're still around. I was there like, maybe like three years ago. I entered a beer in the uh, – it was a red, white, and brews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so that's the, the homebrew shop that got me started. I got a lot of my original stuff there and first uh, extract recipes, and I got the bug. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And then I came back here to Temecula, and uh, Homebrew Emporium opened in Marietta. So when I was 19, I called him, and I said, hey, can I buy a carboy from you? I'm 19. <laughs> he said, well, it's a glass jug. I don't see why not. <laughs> That'll work. That yeah, good, yeah. So uh, I kept brewing. And I never stopped. And then in 2011, uh, when I broke my ankle, like I, that story you saw, yeah, um, I realized that I didn't really have a path. So I, I loved home brewing. So I decided I needed to take it to the next level and step up from extract and go to all grain. And that's what that story leads to the homebrew emporium. I did my first class all grain, and then I got the job there, which led to aftershock and yeah, so man. on. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. small world. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Small town. Shout yeah. out to small Thomas. Town. Yeah, <laughs> our boy Thomas for sure. That's right. It's like I feel like a lot of the uh, uh, fellas and ladies in the industry somehow, some way, can fall back. It's almost like uh, was that the Kevin Bacon thing? Everybody falls back to aftershock in some way. Like mm-hmm. Seven degrees Something of aftershock. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. In the IE especially. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a great brewery. We love aftershock. One of these yeah, days we're shock. gonna go. We're gonna go visit them, right, Brandon? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, so fantastic. But that's great. And then, uh, so you brewed it uh, aftershock, and then what? Uh, where did the career take you from there? So after about three years there, I ended up working at a garage brewing company, which is actually right down the street under uh, the tutelage of Guy Bartmas, who at the time was their master brewer. He's now a rep for BSG in like a Texas area. Mm. Um, and I learned so much in that year. Like I can't even explain. It's crazy. Guy was a great teacher. Yeah, You went from uh, like as far as brewing wise, I know Aftershock, they've, you know, they distribute too, but nowhere on the level of a uh, garage. So you went from brewing uh guesstimate how much beer to how much beer well aftershock was a seven barrel system roughly and it's used dairy equipment repurposed we had two seven barrel fermenters and two 30 barrel fermenters to go from that to uh garage was like a 30 barrel uh system all automated like even the grain got sucked out and pumped into another room like everything about that brew house is just top of the line yeah so to go from yeah repurposed dairy equipment to that and then um 
they taught me on the big equipment and they let me go run the brew pub because they knew I had like a creative spark and I really like to just do weird things. And guy was about that, which was great. So, yeah. And then that was a seven barrel system as well with 15 barrel tanks. But that was another like fully automated system. Like to fill tanks, I just set a timer and it would turn off when the tank was full. Like very big difference. Yeah. That's why I say in that time I learned so much. And don't get me wrong. I learned a great amount in three years at Aftershock, obviously being a brewer there, being a brewer anywhere, you're going to learn. But going from that, just the difference of equipment and the pace of what you have to make beer for sure is it was, it was a big wake up and a great learning experience for me for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and then, uh, what, uh, how did the, uh, marriage of Joe Flores, the brewer and Oscars, the restaurant, how did that, how did that all come together? Uh, Facebook. Speaking of, <laughs> there speaking it is. of Facebook. like talking shit about Facebook. Yeah, He's like, well, that's actually how I got here. The metaverse. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Yeah, yeah, cut that out. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll trim that in post. So, um, I was working for a while. One of my one of my best friends and mentors, Grant, got me a job. Grant Hewer, he got me a job down in San Diego, and um, I would just join this Facebook group group called the San Diego Craft Beer Plexus, which is all San Diego brewers and um industry people so i was in between jobs i was actually in idaho visiting my dad trying to look for some brewing work out there which there's very little brewing work in idaho unless you open your own brewery and um i saw this ad is any anyone in san diego willing or lives in Temecula willing to go work at a brewery they're successful restaurateurs for 30 years they're going to rebrand they want to they want to open a brewery and i'm like I'm the only one who responded. <laughs> I live in Temecula. I'm an experienced brewer, and I'm in between jobs. I could, you know, definitely yeah. talk to the owners because it was a friend of the owners here. It wasn't even them. Yeah. They were just in the group. So Putting um, out fillers for them. Trying yeah, to exactly. So a few months later, I got a call, and they said, hey, we're, we're with the Oscars group. And I was like, wait, you're like Pat and Oscars on the pond? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh. No way. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I met a few times with the owners, and uh, it's still Pat and Oscar's kids, yeah. John and Tammy. And um, I brought some beer on my interview, and I think that kind of helped seal the deal because it's like, hey, yeah, I could say all day, and I got a piece of paper that says, like, but here, try what I do. But I'm yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah for look, sure. Well, you know, and they were homebrewed, too, which I think mm. is a testament to my dedication, right? So it's totally. like, hey. You're still brewing. Even, even when though, yeah. I'm in between jobs, I this is what I love to do. Yeah. So yeah. I brought them some beers, and he told me later on, he's like, Joe, after that first interview, I called him. I was like, I think I found a brewer. I wish I thought that was so cool. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. they definitely made made the right choice. Um, talk about like the stars aligning. Like one of your favorite restaurants. Like we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. This is like we grew up on Pat and Oscars, yeah. and uh, doing something that you love, and it's in your hometown. You don't have yeah. to drive and have a huge commute or anything like that, and get to have amazing food while 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 you're here. And amazing location. The duck pond's awesome. Yeah, yeah these man. are dumb. What's yeah. that? The views are dumb. Yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. funny when when I first saw that Facebook ad, I was like, you know, you're thinking, <clears throat> who could be wanting to open a brewery in this town? Successful restaurant tour for 30 years. I'm telling my family, like, imagine if it's Pat Oscars, like that location on the pond. Like, you can't. Yeah. It's, it's the gateway to the wine country. You get off the freeway. It's one of the first places you see. You got the beautiful patio right here on the pond. Imagine a brewery there, and everyone's like, "Oh, that'd be amazing!" And then when I found out, I was just like, "Oh my god, I hope I get this call." Yeah, you're like, nailed it. Guess what? I'm the yeah head brewer. What's up? You know, at first I didn't know. Obviously, did a few interviews and stuff, but then when I finally got the job, oh, I was yeah, I was stoked. It was cool. Did you go swimming in the pond? Never. That was the celebration. (laughs) Just jump in the pond. They're they're like. (laughs) 
the, they're, they're, like, they're in here. Wow, that interview went well. I think we made the right decision. <laughs> here, Joe, all they hear out it, there. All the, woohoo! And yeah. he goes down there with no shirt, jumping in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, fuck, we already told him yes. Yeah. <laughs> Too late to rescind the offer. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he knows there's snapping turtles in there. <laughs> yeah, find yeah. out soon yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, may, he may have uh, rethought, you know, taking his chonies off. Right, exactly. Ouch. No, that actually never happened, okay? No, Let's no. just get that straight. Just a shirt. <laughs> just a shirt. So, well, that's that's really cool story, and uh, congratulations on everything uh, uh, working out. Um, I'm excited just because, you know, I was sad when I saw that they had, you know, they closed up for a little while, and I was like, oh, man, you know, because this is one of those places where I used to like to come in and get the breadsticks and, um, you know, we were talking about like some of the to-go stuff. The chicken wings were one of my favorites. And um, I was like, oh, that sucks. I wonder what's going to go in there, right? And then <sighs> social media somewhere, I had seen like the rebranding, like Oscar's Brewing Company. I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be a brewery. Then I started following it in the infant stages on social media. And, um, you know, I was really stoked to finally get in here and and try um, uh, the beers. You know, I had I made a little video posted it online and uh, the beers were great and the food's still amazing. Even some of the new food that they have, um, you know, like we were talking about that pizza, that lamb meatball pizza. Holy oh, yeah. hell. Shit is off the hook. Right Delicious. Um, and then the wings, they have not changed. So, and so. the bomb ass breadsticks, yeah. yo, oh, no, yeah. don't forget the, don't forget the, the Greek beer. mustard with it. You have to have that. That's, that's a staple. Everybody that grew up on Patton Oscars knows you have to, they used to come in these, uh, kind of like, um, like uh, old school, like lunch ketchup table bombs. ketchup and mustard bombs. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, the clear yeah. ones? Yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And so you would like, they would have like a little like lazy Susan in the middle of the restaurant. You just go up and grab the bottles and go back. And like, dude, sometimes we'd go through a whole bottle <laughs> eating our breadsticks <laughs> and, and stuff with that because that would like practically drink. It'd be like, you're <laughs> like, dude, do we have to leave a tip if we just chug the mustard? <laughs> right. Can I, uh, how much was that character, uh, Chris Rock? How much if I just pour a little bit in this cup and take a drink? <laughs> Good yeah. Lord, that's a lot of money like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome. So mustard chugging, mustard. Ooh. Yeah, you know we never did get that mustard beer. Remember? We yeah, we talked about it. Oh, that uh, the Oscar Blues. Oscar right? Blues. French uh, mustard. Did you get the try, Joe? No, I don't think I wasn't. It wasn't on my list, really. Let's just yeah. say that we we have to mention. Uh, <clears throat> so one of the, the actually the first person I had the conversation with because I was looking on my phone and the article popped up and Josh happened to be standing across the bar from me when Which I, I was pouring about beer. the norm, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, I told him about it and he said, I fucking hate mustard. Oh, he hates it. He yeah. Hate, yeah. hates mustard. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. So like to hear that, I was like, I don't know that I really want to try that beer. I'll be honest. He was like, literally dude. He's like, he I, sh- I don't shaking, think, wasn't he? I don't even know if he would yeah. try. I, I, I'm pretty sure he said he wouldn't try. No, it. because I was with him one time when he got a burger and he uh, very explicitly says no mustard yeah. and it had it on there. And you know, Josh is yeah, calm. Chill. And, Dude, he lost his shit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fucking mustard. Like, I was like, bro, it's a hamburger. And like, but I guess if you really don't like it, there's really no way to scrape it off. I mean, once oh, it gets yeah, in the meat and, and the bread. Yeah. yeah there know. are some people that really, really hate mustard. You guys ever watch the, like, back in the day, the CKY videos? Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember yeah, Ray Yon? Yes. Yeah, Ray Yon? Yeah, they, yeah they, they squirted mustard oh, he all so over mad him. Almost, and he yeah. freaked the fuck out, dude. Like, he had like, crazy long hair dudes it was like all in his hair like that's all right. over him dude like yeah wow. so yeah that's a real real thing there's people that really really don't like mustard. the mustard so mustard chugging ain't, the, yeah, ain't for that maybe, maybe they'll make it again and we'll get a we'll get a hold of it and we'll mix it with some of that pickle beer and see what happens there oh you go. no oh, 
Maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hamburger in a glass. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll say you just need a hamburger. There there you you know. I'll shotgun it, dude. I'm not hey, scared. There's a good collab we could do with you, Joe. We could make a hamburger <laughs> beer. We'll just throw well, some meat. Well, can, we and... do, can we do a glizzy ale instead? And we'd like rim it with like a hot dog. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like that one, uh, the Omnipolo one that you brought us. It's like uh, French oh, fries yeah. and hamburger Ham- buns. Like, yeah, French fries and ha- yeah, hamburger buns. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was, that, it was a wild. It was beer. actually, you know what? It's fucking good, man. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I got yeah. I got down with it. I was like, this is pretty tasty. Some of the beers that we see uh, these days doing this show and everything, you know, I follow and I try to procure us some crazy stuff for the show. It's just. It makes me laugh because it's like, man, they've definitely ran out of ideas because every time you're like, I've seen it all. And then a week later, and it's like, okay, now we're, we've got buffalo wing beer. We've got ranch beer, and you got to mix them together to have buffalo wing and ranch beer. I want to know what those grain farmers and what those, um, you know, the malters and they, uh, you know, the, the hop farmers and, you know, of America and, you know, all over the world, what they think of. You know what people produce. Some people produce with their their product. You know, yeah. I just imagine them looking down, and shaking, <laughs> yeah, shaking their heads. The They're like SMH. all that hard work, and you made a Cuban sandwich hazy IPA. You made pastrami on rye in a can. They're like, I spent three years developing this beautiful strain of hops. Yeah. They're like, what's wrong with a pilsner? What's wrong with a pale ale? What's wrong with a you know whatever? Sometimes you just got to mix it up. These fucking crazy straw. Banana well, Rama, fucking. We've had we've had some weird ones that are good, and we've had some really awful weird ones. But uh, it definitely uh, shouts out to the creativity of brewers out there that are yeah. just trying to push the envelope and do something new, do something crazy and exciting. And sometimes it hits, and it's a home run, and sometimes not so much. Like the turmeric ginger beer that Josh and I made. Yeah, that's the uh, beauty of brewing, though. You know, you just experiment and yeah. try something new, and if, you know, if, yeah. if it works and you like it, then. That, have, you have you, you have uh, you have accomplished your goal. So um, speaking of that, that you are head brewer here i'm sure you get to you know obviously you make your core beers but uh, uh since the inception of oscar's brewing what kind of was the focus here what did did they kind of say all right joe we're just going to say this is your baby make whatever you want did they tell you like this is kind of what we're looking for or like how did it all go play out when you first opened uh they were really cool it was it was more of a kind of like we hired you because we trust that you know what you're doing and uh you know, what do you think would be good for our restaurant? So I, I did a proposal, basically, of what I wanted to brew here, and they were on board from the get-go. But I understood also my clientele here, you know, being that it's not it's not going to be a beer nerd place. It's going to be where families still come and, and people come to eat. And you don't necessarily need to have big, crazy beers to go with food. But what's nice is they still let me do those kind of beers. You know, I, I'm not doing nothing but those beers because, like you said, I have my core beers. And those core beers are those approachable drinkable beers that go along great with our food but then we are a brewery so to be able to be creative and make if i wanted a pickle beer is also awesome yeah that's great that there's that flexibility there and uh yeah you have the like the room to play with like you can just make like you said you can make straightforward core beers like we had earlier we had the uh the light american lager Mm -hmm. that was fantastic so that's like perfect like you're here eating pizza and breadsticks it pairs so well and so you have that and then you you know you said you have that creativity where you can also work and make you know out of this world kind of weird you know weird beers i like to say weird beer <laughs> weird yeah weird beers. beers rolls off the creative creative, creative beers. yeah well, creative beers weird creative is a yeah. thin line yeah. right yeah. you know yeah weird is a good thing sometimes we, I, and, and in that weird. sense yeah for sure yeah 100 percent yeah uh, definitely um you know with your with your range of beers the other cool thing that you have uh here 
for the beer, if you do get beer nerds here, is you also carry some guest taps too as well. Yes, sir. Um, now, do you get to be the one that decides like who's going to be on your guest tap or? Yes. That's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Luckily, they were they were okay with that. I, I told them from the beginning I'd be more comfortable if I got to decide that because I don't want to have anything on that's going to c- compete directly with what we're making here, obviously, because the point is when you come to a brewery to try the brewery's beer, right? Yeah. But I also don't want to have anyone come here and say, oh, well, I wanted a red, and they didn't have a red. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I don't, I'm don't. i not a huge fan of making reds, but I'd love to have a red on tap for the guys who want to come and have red, guys and girls, anyone, you know, yeah. so – yeah, I love I love the, the ability too to be able to support my friends and other local breweries who are making great beer and have them on tap here. Awesome, totally. And uh, also too, the nice part is uh, being that it's a restaurant uh, for the non beer drinkers, a full bar, right? So you can have a uh, full bar, great cocktails, cocktails. Yeah, yeah, my wife had some funky, crazy drink or whatever. She loved it. I'm. A, I'll be honest. Half the time when I come here with my friends, I have a cocktail. I don't have. A, yeah, <laughs> I, I drink, have my beer because you drink time. all day. I, I, like, I, well, no, I don't, we, I, we, I, we I, don't drink all day. We make beer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you got to sample a little bit here. And You're there. like, dude. I, I make this. I literally like yes. live this. Like yes. I'm not gonna just sit around on my. Well, yeah. When I'm here, like it's great because I do enjoy the food here a lot and the ambiance and my friends who will come from out of town want to come check it out and I want to be here with them and, and show them what I've been working on. Right. But I don't necessarily want a beer. So that's another great reason that the guest apps are on because sometimes i'll have a beer on tap it's literally just for me when i come in oh yeah <laughs> and if, you know it'll sell but there's sometimes i'm like you know what i want to drink this beer when i come in so we'll put it on tap but yeah. um for the most part i'll have a cocktail we have a great cocktail problem program here so yeah it's nice definitely yeah. a nice mix of uh all the different uh blended beverages um your bartenders do a great job too yes and what's cool is they have a lot of creativity too it's not yeah. just me so That's we awesome. we let them you know they kind of make cocktails Probably once a week, each one of them makes something different, and then if it's something that's a hit, we'll put it on the menu. So awesome. it's great. That so awesome. um, currently, how many? Uh, how many? If someone comes uh, right now to Oscar's Brewing Company, how many beers are just your beers? Uh, we have about ten. I have a new beer coming out next week, and then there's new beers coming out usually once or twice a month. Okay. Dope. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice. So yeah. and it's it's kind of like the rainbow, a bunch of different uh, styles. I know that when I was in here, I was yeah. like, man, there's you've got. Pretty much a little bit of everything. Well, as you say, you don't like brewing the red, so uh, no no red on the menu. I'm brewing an Irish red next week. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not that I not that I won't. It's just something I didn't really want to necessarily do for a core beer. Yeah. But I also know that like a lot of people like reds and ambers. So very popular. One of style, uh, yeah. one of my favorites is uh, Irish red, the Killians back in the day, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also aftershock. Yeah, peanut man. alert. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That was one of mine. That yeah. was yeah. peanut yeah. alert. Nice, peanut Thank alert. you. That was one of my favorite. Nice. Uh, one of the between that and the orca were the two beers that nice. brought me in to to try aftershock oh cool so you know back when i was first really getting into into uh, craft beer and mostly going to san diego because i was like that's where you got to go to craft beer until i discovered that there were breweries out here as well mm-hmm. and i remember going into aftershock one day with actually uh, craig was out here visiting nice. and uh, my brother and we went in there and had a nice flight and First thing I ordered, because I saw the oatmeal raisin cookie, I was like, I ordered that because that just sounds crazy, so I'm going to try it. Um, and then I'm a sucker for peanuts and peanut butter and all that. And so I saw peanut alert. I'm like, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a cool so, one. I never got to brew that one, but yeah. I did like that one a lot. Was I was cool. stoked when it when it came out in cans. Oh, man. I saw it. Uh, where did I see it? In Barron's, I think, one time. I was like, oh, dude, it's in cans. I remember this was a couple years ago. I I snagged a bunch of them, took them up to the cabin up to Idlewild, and I was just like crushing them. I was nice. Like, yeah, it was a good beer. That's so, cool. Good job on that. Yeah, oh, yeah that's man. fun. So, yo, 
Well, let's Yo, do it. Let's get into this I'm beer. Thirsty. We yeah. got beer in front of us, and we're not drinking. I know, man. All this talking makes me thirsty. I've been looking it's, at it and shit. I've been like, you know, doing the whole thing, looking at my fingers gonna, and making sounds melt, with it. Guys, yeah, Come I know. On. This it's basically ice cream. What are you doing? Know, so All right, so we're here. gonna let uh, we're gonna let Joe be our tour guide here at Oscar's uh, Brewing Company as we take a flight with uh, the good pilot here, and he's gonna talk us through everything that we have here on our flight. And uh, we'll go one by one. So where do you want us to start, Joe? So we'll start with this lighter one over here on this end. This is okay. the pineapple wheat. Uh, we call it pineapple ship. Oh, yeah. So the idea was um, originally to call the wheat beer blank and ship, which would be obviously blank. Mm-hmm. And then every fruit would be mango ship, pineapple ship, strawberry ship. Well, pineapple just took off. So we basically only ever made pineapple ship. <laughs> But it's I easy. see why. Yeah, it's easy Pina. drinking. It's different. Not a lot of people are making pineapple wheats. You get a lot of citrus wheats out there. Um, so I thought it would be fun to do something different. Wheats are obviously a nice introduction to craft beer for yeah. a lot of people. You know, Shock Top was like the first beer they had that wasn't a Corona. Right. Yeah. Blue Moon. <clears throat> or a Blue Moon. Yeah, something something along those lines. And, more you know, of a full body. And yeah. A, yeah, different different feel. Yeah, but still really very cool. drinkable. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's our pineapple wheat. That's uh, one of our core beers. Um it originally started as a seasonal, but just took off. We had a few people who were like, please never stop making this. We said, okay. Yeah. I can see where this is like massive hit. Like, you know, yeah. it's talking to a just lot of easy people. Drinking. And like, yeah. Easy drinking, not overly fruited. The pineapple's present, but it's not like, you know, overpowering. Uh, overpowering. Yeah. It's not like too sweet of a beer where you're just drinking pineapple juice. It's still an American wheat. You get the flavors of the wheat and a beer with a nice pineapple finish, but nothing too overpowering. So. I like that's it. A, that's a summer sipper right yeah. there, man. Summer sipper. I was just going to say, yeah, it's yeah, crusher. Sitting out yeah, on the boat or sitting down you guys, at the beach. You guys just crushing those back. Yeah, you, that was one sip for both of you guys. <laughs> Yo. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Yeah, that's uh, that's why we don't have cameras here. <laughs> <laughs> just catching us yeah, slamming we called you down. Out, though. Yeah, we called you out. Thanks. It is a crushy, <laughs> for sure. That's something like you could just sit with a six-pack. And yeah, crush it. And I'm talking about when it's summer. It's technically winter here, but we don't have a winter. It's Yeah. Beautiful Southern California. Exactly. Yeah. 75 today? Yeah, yeah. In, in January. Yeah, yep. it's, it's like thing. It's like fall and spring. Almost, almost could have gotten away with shorts today. Mm-hmm. I, I think I went outside earlier. Um, my son got a new, uh, what do you call it, scooter. And uh, he was out there uh, trying it out. And I went out there and it was like borderline like, oh, there's a little bit of sun out here maybe. But I still kept my, kept my sweats on because it was just a little too cold for me. But, Did you guys ever have Razor scooters? Yes. Yeah. Of those were dope, dude. When yeah. those came out, dude, if you didn't have one, you weren't the cool kid. Did you guys have a wheelie bar? I had a fucking wheelie bar. Yeah, I had a wheelie bar. I had like the, the wheels that lit up and the brakes and all that stuff. What color was yours? Uh, it was the blue one. Oh, shit. Uh, I had a green one. Uh, it came from Sharper Image. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it when it first came out when that's right. it was yeah, expensive yeah. as hell. Yeah, that's right, dude. I got it yeah. when everyone else got it. Yeah. <laughs> when it got mass produced. Yeah. Same same for me. What was the one that Huffy made? They made one too. I can't remember what it was called, but it was the one that came out like right after. Razor, but and Razor just dominated the market. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, what was great about Razor was just like, you know, kudos to whoever invented it, man. They just made it so solid that like you could get a four hundred pound dude on that thing, and mm-hmm. just it was solid. It wasn't going anywhere. The, o- the only problem though is if you hit like a little ass pebble, like a rock, <laughs> little, <laughs> well, your yeah. ass is going flying. Like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and I would see people haul ass down. You know, growing up in San Diego, like down by the beach, like you know, hauling ass down those hills and dipping down on the beach, and I'm just like. 
There's not a whole lot of protection going <laughs> no. on here. If you, if well, you shit, it. dude. Speaking of scooters, another okay, electric scooters and San Diego. Remember when San Diego first got bird scooters? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Holy shit, man. I saw, I saw some sketchy shit, like literally people just flying down the street. I'm like, oh, yeah. And they tell you to wear a helmet, but it's like, who is carrying a helmet around with them all the time? Like, nobody. So, hold I, on, ha- like. I have a funny, uh, a funny story about those. Uh, I don't know if it was bird, it might have been another brand. But uh, up in Sacktown, Sacramento, mm-hmm. I was up there on a work trip, and uh, the restaurant we were supposed to go meet um, our boss at was a little less than a mile. It was walkable, but the girls were like, let's rent these scooters. And I was like, I don't know if these things are safe or not. I don't know about that. And they're like, let's do it. So we all figure it out. You know, with your phone, you got to download an app and put your bank account thing on there, and you rent it, you know, by the by the minute or whatever. And so... We started going, and I was not happy about this at all. Like, I mean, I was so awkward on this thing. And so I'm cruising, and I'm trying to keep, like, a decent pace because I'm like, if you go too slow, you're going to fall. So I'm trying to go, like, fast enough to not fall but not fast to where I'm, like, going to die kind of thing. And you have to push and, a little bit to start it up, you know, too. Bit, yeah. And so um, I get to a point where uh, Sacramento's got a ton of uh, trolley um, tracks. Oh. I come up to the trolley tracks and I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, we've got to slow down because if I hit this too hard, I'm going to fall. Uh, bad idea. I slowed down and then hit the trolley tracks and then just kind of did one of those. Uh, <laughs> over to the Slowly side. fall over. <laughs> it was very, uh, not very graceful at all. <laughs> uh, but I got back on and we continued our, continued our cruise. And then as soon as we figured out that the, um, Fieldworks Brewing was down the street from the restaurant we were at, and it was like halfway in between our hotel and um, the restaurant that we were at. I was like, I'm going to go there and then screw the scooter. I'm going to walk to Fieldworks, and then I'm going to walk back to the hotel when we're done with Fieldworks. And so no more scooter for me. Um, but, yeah, Fieldworks is good if you guys have never. Oh, yeah. oh dude. Yeah, I've been there. yeah we already know, man. I've been to the, the main location out there in Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah. 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 Definitely great beer. One thing that's crazy is their, their flights. I ordered a flight there, and they come out in these giant goblets. Like, and I was like, yeah. I was yeah, like, it's on like um, an eye bar. Like, <laughs> so I asked for a flight. Those look like half pours because they literally were. They were, and I don't know if it's because I said I've never been here before or what. But she came out with these big old goblets, and I'm like, all right, that's well, how they guys, come. You're gonna have to help me out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Good memories. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for the scooter stories. Let's move into the next <laughs> beer. So pineapple wheat, very very good, crushable. So when you guys come here, if you're looking for something. That is uh, just a nice, easy beer to get into to start with. Maybe get a taster of it or start your flight with it. Definitely a great beer. So what are we getting into next? Next is called a Raz Jam. This is a beer brewed with uh, some uh, some of our team members here. So we try to do uh, education as much as we can. And I always tell the employees if they come up with an idea and I use it, they have to come brew with me. That's badass. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that. So a couple of our, our team members here and good friends of mine, they came up with this idea for this uh, sour wheat beer with blackberries and uh, raspberries. And then it has lactose as well. So nice. this is one of those circumstances of them letting, really, letting me really be creative. Um, it's a yeast I had never used before. I've never made a sour wheat. I've never used lactose in a sour. Just basically everything about this beer was new to me, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's so, got a bite. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it's got some nice acidity. It's definitely tart. Um, the lactose was meant to uh, to balance, and I, I can only imagine how tart it would be without the lactose, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not sweet, I wouldn't no. say. No, not at all. You get the raspberry and the blackberry, but they're also kind of acidic, so it's mm-hmm. definitely got some tart punch to it. Um, but yeah, it's a really nice beer. It's really fun to experiment with. So that was a fun one. I thought you guys should try. Yeah, the yeah fruit, it's very cool. The fruit's very prominent. Really, really pops. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, uh, I've been doing a lot of like sour hazy IPAs, but personally, as a brewer, I just feel like it's a waste of hops because you're you're really showcasing just the fruit in right. those beers, you know, and and to put some sexy hops in those kind of beers to me is a waste of sexy hops. I yeah. love it that he says sexy hops. We're not the only ones. We're not the only yeah. ones that feel that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. yeah, hops are sexy if they're if they're yeah, done right. Yeah. Come on, let's get oh, right. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so to me, it was it was a, a good way for me to try this whole. You know, sour wheat. I've seen quite a few of them, or like a milkshake style. Obviously, I would. I feel like I would have had to add a lot more lactose mm-hmm. to call it a milkshake. That's why it's a sour wheat. But um, yeah, cool. I'm proud of it. I think it's a fun beer. It's really cool. Definitely. I like it. What do you think, Christopher? Yeah, it's good. The I would not call it a milkshake at all because I'm drinking it. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was about to say. I was like, I always buzz Chris balls, man. I always every time we get like a milkshake IPA in or something like, I always tell him like, you know, announce to everybody that. Chris's new favorite beer just arrived or whatever. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. I, I don't like yeah, all the, the cool. milkshake smoothie stuff. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm, I mean, if I was ruining just for me, we'd have nothing but loggers and West Coast IPAs on tap. But <laughs> you got to realize, you know, for me, like we're a business at the end of the day, and, and I've been doing this long enough to realize I need to make, you know, try to make a diverse uh, pour list. So uh, I think that's, uh, that's, it's funny because when, when the show started, it kind of started with, we're just going to drink the beers that we like. And then uh, slowly but surely is funny because Brandon will laugh about this because he, he kind of kids that it's like one of my favorite beers, those heavily fruited sour beers. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, both Josh and I, we hated sour beers with a passion. Absolutely hated sour beers. Didn't want anything to do with them. Did not like them. I could not stand that uh, aftertaste. I just I was like, I want my beer to be a beer. I don't want that. If I wanted that, I would suck on a Jolly Rancher. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. You're like, I know where Warheads are at if I need Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know, right? So, and it just took, you know, a little bit of a, a challenge to the palates. And we started trying out, branching out, you know, with the show and acquiring a bunch of beers from out of state and different things and uh, getting to know, you know, some of the breweries around, uh, around here and, you know, kind of, kind of in town or out of town, you know, like we met Jeremiah at King's and, um, got to kind of open our eyes to different things and there's so many different beers are they my favorite no but do i like them and and am i amazed at some of the combinations that some of the brewers come up with absolutely Mm -hmm. um and the presentation on them like this is a beautiful color yeah you you pour that it it comes out and you're just like that is going to be something different yeah um so my suggestion you know i said pineapple wheat start off if somebody says i don't like beer yeah, right. This is probably something to try. I was going to say that too. And yeah. those types of beers that you're talking about, they really, um, you know, they they bring a, a whole new you know clientele in, into you know the world of craft beer, and I think it's fantastic. Yeah, because there's a bunch of guys that are like, I want my IPA, I want a lager, right. I want a, you know, there are some strange people that are strictly Belgium, right, like, right? You know, no offense to the Belgium drinkers, I yeah, just don't man. get it. Um, but um, it's cool to have something like this because now bringing your friend in that's like i don't like beer mm-hmm. I, I like uh you know cocktails like fruity yeah. cocktails yeah. Right. here try this you can drink about four or five of these to your one cocktail yeah yeah and uh that's that's a cool beer to have definitely good um i'm almost thinking about like how would this taste if you threw a little peanut butter in there <laughs> you, you want to put peanut butter in everything right? <laughs> i thought I about it too dude because I, I, I was actually thinking i was like is joe gonna say there's peanut butter in here because i think I would uh, I'd see this table lift up a little bit over on my <laughs> side if 
At, I did so many peanut butter beers at Aftershock and Garage. Yeah. And I threw you off. I just haven't done a peanut butter here. And they'll ask me sometimes, do you ever do a peanut butter? I was like, yeah, I can make an amazing peanut butter. Yeah, I'm beer. fucking great at it. Yeah. I've been doing and, it forever. And they're like, we'll do it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I will eventually, obviously, but for, All right. for now. You know. You let me know. I'll come brew that with you. Well, don't go to that one yet. Let's do this one oh, first. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So we, this is a Thank collab, you. actually, um, with uh, Solaris, the, another local brewery out of Marietta. Oh, yeah, dude. Those are oh, homies. Chad and Chad, Skyler. Chad Shout Skyler. out to the homies. Yes, amazing, amazing friends of mine. And uh, so we did a black lager, or Schwarzbeer, as it's known. Hell and, uh, yeah. We just put that dude, on. one of my favorite styles, man. Yes, this, and it came out. So uh, you guys try it. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the can I'm earlier. Smelling that, man. And they've, they've got the the so floor good. the floor malted uh, green oh, in oh, yeah, here, man. like in like in that uh, like the golden, golden tiger, tiger man. yeah, yeah. That uh, yeah, there's a, a heater Allen uh, beer stout lager house and wayfinder um, wayfinder collab that we got a hold of me and Chris, and it was a floor malted. Uh, these four malts. I was yeah. lucky enough to try that beer. That it's was fucking a great, phenomenal isn't it? Beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, both of those breweries make phenomenal beers. I still have one left over, and I'm saving it for Jeremiah. I told him I would save it. For him and uh, we'll yeah, if him. you're listening to this, we'll see him. I still have that can of beer for you, mate. Delicious beer, uh, great job on this, um, uh, Chad and Skyler. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you guys are going to be doing lots of collabs here back and forth. This is second collab. We did a collab here. Um, we did a sour blonde in uh, La Crema Chardonnay barrels. There are actually two barrels left. One is on local peaches. And another one, I believe, is on local nectarines. Oh, wow. Wow, man. Yeah. So there's, and then we have one more keg. I have been saving one last keg of the collab, the first collab we did, which was that same beer, but with, um, I want to say peaches and what else do we put in that? I forget. I have to look at my books. It's been sitting there for a while. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome, those man. guys, uh, one of the, what we like, we, we've done a show with uh, the fellows over at Solaris and Definitely, probably um, do something again with them in the future because they're great guys. Um, but what I love about them as uh, brewers and as well as the, the tap room itself, just the creativity and the wildness mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. themselves, their personalities, and and, um, and and their their little spot. I mean, they got art shows going on, vinyl nights. I mean, just a cool yeah, place man. to cool place to to hang out. So definitely check those guys out. Yeah, for sure. Check out the vinyl night, man. That's like that's the bee's knees. I'll be I love there that. tomorrow. Yeah, it's so yeah, dope. Thursday night vinyl. Thursday night, bring your own vinyl. Oh, yeah, man, it's super yeah. legit, man. It's very Absolutely. diverse. I love, I love that you'll be there and it'll be Ongo Bongo and TLC and then some. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I love that. I, I was there and we had uh, Chicago and then some crazy alien music. Oh, I, brought, I, I, I brought my Boston. <laughs> we had See, Boston. Yeah, when we were there. anything you want. Yeah. It's such a good time. Michael Jackson, I heard a couple times. You know, Prince. Love it. It's great. There's no the. Uh, they do not discriminate on whatever vinyl it is you place not in front all. of them. Yeah, it's this, a great time. This is absolutely amazing. Yes, that beer came I out so good. This. It was such a fun brew day. We forgot to take pictures because we were having too much fun actually, you know, brewing yeah. the beer and yeah. and really like took our time and, and had fun making the water profile. And I can only imagine those two, like when they really get into it, how wild and crazy they are personality-wise, but like actually brewing, they're probably just on a whole nother level. They're studious. I guess it's a good word. They're they're very dedicated to what they do. They are crazy, but when it comes to beer, man, they they just love what they do. Yeah. I love it. It's contagious. It's so, awesome. As soon as I met them, I knew they were going to be friends of mine. Great, for sure. uh, I love that. Great brewery to awesome. do stuff with. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. As soon as we we met them, well, I I had met Chad before, but uh, when we went there for the podcast, as soon as we sat down and started talking to them, I already knew we were like click right away, and yeah. and the show was extremely fun. I yeah. had a blast. Yeah. 
And the beers are amazing. Yep, 100%. So, yeah, this is a very fun collab to do. Like you said, we'll definitely be doing more and more stuff in the future. They're good friends of mine, so yeah. I can't wait good to stuff. do more and more. So, beers. shout out to Solaris Brewing. And you know it's legit because that's the beer you've been sipping on all night, right? Yeah, yes, yeah uh, my third pint. Yeah, Quiet. that's the go-to. That's what's up. <laughs> I've been loving this beer. Dude, it's so good. Did mm. a great job. All I did was show up for brew day and, and mess around. And they, <laughs> they made a great beer after there. So One of my favorite so styles, um, yeah, very similar to the Kunkle Dunkle, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Kunkle Dunkle. Um, I, I just like it because it. I love stouts and porters. But you can't drink a lot of stouts and porters. Yeah. So I can drink this and get the flavor profile mm-hmm. that I'm looking for in a stout and a porter, but I can crush it. Yeah, five percent. And enjoy it. Yeah, light, crisp finish. Yeah. I'm just picturing this right now in a giant liter stein, just dancing on top of a table in Munich, Germany, having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Good stuff. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next, next on our uh, on our excursion here on the flight? Next is uh, another one of our cores. It's called Pine Grove. Yeah. It's a West Coast style IPA. Brando is going to be excited for you. Look at that. Look at the clarity on that. Yeah. It's a great name. Non-filtered. It's a good band, too. Check them out. Pine Grove. Hey, look at you. All right. I like it. (laughs) I saw them at Pappy and Harriet's, dude. Oh, awesome, man. Fucking bad. It's one of the best shows I've ever been to. I can't wait to see them live. They're so good. They're they're amazing. Another bit, speaking real quick, of uh, Pappy and Harriet's kind of bummed out. Coheed and Cambria is playing there, and it's sold out in like yeah. what, like two minutes? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Like, fucking sucks, man. Yeah, I, I love them so much. Yeah. And th- if anybody, yeah, if you're listening, uh, Pappy and Harriet's in Pioneer Town. It's going up to like Joshua Tree and Yucca. Uh, go to a show there, or just hang out there and drink beer and eat. The food's really good. Go check it out. It's fucking badass. That's but awesome. yeah, it's a Pine Grove, fucking badass name. Yes. And uh, West Coast IPA is all fucking day, baby. Yeah. What you Cheers got? to that. Man. <laughs> all right, let's Cheers. go. Cheers, Can't top that intro, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how I introduce every beer that I, I talk about. <laughs> so, fun fact, all our beers are named after songs, bands, or inspired by a song or band. Because one of my biggest passions outside of here is music. So, um, you asked earlier if I've listened to podcasts. I don't listen to any podcasts because all, all I do is listen to music. music. The more mu- new music I can find, the happier I am. I just, I'm just i a big music nerd. This is one of the reasons I love the Solaris Boys. They're big music nerds. Oh, dude, we can talk about that. All the time, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. But um, so, yeah, Raz Jam, um, Glory Days, Pine Grove, Pineapple Ship, uh, everything's named after a song or a band. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I've noticed that uh, um, a lot of breweries have kind of done something like that. Have you ever been to uh, Idlewild Brew Pub? I have not. So a lot of their a lot of their beers will uh, have either um, something to do with like a famous musician or or a song. Uh, when the name of the beer, so yeah. really, really cool. Um, Don uh, put the uh, head brewer uh, co-owner up there. He uh, it was a musician before a brewer. Oh, cool! So he's awesome. really into music too. So yeah. you guys would hit it off. You guys maybe yeah. should hook up yeah. for a collab. Well, and as, and as brewers, you know, most of the days we're working, we're listening to music. So it's it's what gets us through our day. So we you know we all pretty passionate. About what's it. the uh, what's the go to uh, brew house music when you're in there brewing it up? What do you what do you jam into? Uh, I have a Sirius uh, XM satellite, so I listen to a lot of XM uh, XMU and then uh, Indie 1.0. I like nice. indie music a lot, so um, anything really that on those channels. And then sometimes I have like a YouTube, and I'll put on like a mix. But uh, that, we could talk about that for a long time. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> yeah. especially yeah, dude. Like that's literally me and Chris. We're hanging out at the craft lounge. It's literally like back and forth music. 
I yep. love it. All yeah. night. Yeah. And when when I can sit down with someone and I name an obscure band, like for for you to say Pine Grove, right. I'm like, oh, we're going to be friends. Yeah. You know this? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I love that. Kind oh, of music. music and beer, man. Yeah. It just unites people. The awesome. rare times that I stump Brandon with a beer, with a, uh, a band he's never heard, it, yeah. it, it like makes my night. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> uh, cool. Because he's hard to stump. Yeah, those are cool friendships. I love that because I love to learn about new bands from friends. You know? Oh, yeah, man. You know? When you're like, oh, I've never heard of them. I have to listen to them. Well, when we get done you know, with this, yeah. then I can uh, talk give you a whole yeah, list. Yeah, I love it. As That's, well as uh, Brando, you were in a band yeah. at one point. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I, I played in a couple bands. Uh, yeah, when I was uh, when I was about 18 years old, I played in a hardcore band called R and Rage, and we played a bunch of shows. We played like, yeah, you know, we do the the regular circuit, you know, like Chain Reaction, and we got down at like, uh, you know, Whiskey a go go and stuff like that, and played a couple festivals and things like that. It was fun. Then I played in a band called Kitty Carloff. Both these bands from Beaumont, California. And then, uh, yeah, we jammed out. Like, uh, we did Glass House and Chain and all that stuff. And it's a lot of fun, man. Just like. It's always fun uh, because sometimes he gets recognized from that. And uh, the small world. uh, The. One of the uh, beer tenders there at Solaris uh, filmed one of your music videos or something like that. Yeah, so uh, he he was in one of our music videos. He's in the music, yeah, video. but cool. yeah, <laughs> but Justin and Clay, yeah, Clay, I saw him over there the other day, um, or when we, yeah, when we were over there doing the podcast. Um, yeah, Justin uh, and Clay, they did our our music video for uh, oh, both two music videos, uh, one for uh, a song called Architect, uh, the Architect, and one for a song called Sorry. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was Kitty Cartloff. The, the OG days, man. That's dope. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Small world. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Music and beer. Yeah. That's right, it. man. So the Very beer nice. itself, um, kind of a traditional West Coast, but a little bit different. So um, Centennial, Citra, Cashmere, and Simcoe. I fermented on a Kvike Hornendal. I'm not sure if you guys are super yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So um, this is the first brewery where I've had, say, in my house strain. And I've decided instead of doing Cal Ale, I did Kvike Hornendal. That's cool, man. And, you know, you can get away with, you know, a few degrees, you know. You yeah, have to yeah. worry about when it gets hot out, out here. Getting no, no flavors, yeah. Oh, man, in the summer and, and, you know, obviously it's great having this this building on the pond, but it's also a very old building. So yeah. uh, we have a lot of issues with That's like, a lot of heat in? Yeah, well, we get brownouts and we don't have the greatest internet because uh, we're kind of off the grid. We're on our own little island here, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, with the new condos being built behind here, that will change. But for now, it's, it's tough. So during the summer, we have a lot of brownouts and my glycol chiller has a you know, it'll go out. It's prone to go out. Oof. So it's really nice to have a strain that I don't worry that if it does go out in the middle of the night, you know, a majority of my beers with the exception of like the lager and, you know, a few beers, but, um, it's nice to not have to worry about the beer being dumped yeah, right. because of that. So no, and the Kvikis, it definitely gives you some insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it does. Yeah. And, and it's also got a nice quality. It, it ferments at a lower temperature, ferments very clean at a higher temperature. So, so that's at 65. Oh, nice. The uh, pineapple ship you guys tried was at 75. That's on Kvike too? It's also on Hornadol. That's, yes. that's badass. Yeah. So, um, the Zed that you're going to try next is also on Hornadol. So it's it's really cool and it's been a lot of fun for me to be able to experiment with that strain as yeah. one of one of my favorite strains, and then also to try other Kvike strains here that nice. you know not a lot of people are doing. I'm I'm almost borderline a farmhouse brewery considering I'm using yeah right ninety percent right. yeast, but all my beers are clean and you know you just get used to how to use strains and right. Uh, so it's fun, dude. Excellent utilization of the hops, man. They all come through very nicely and thank you, thank you. Very yeah. well balanced and uh, nice bitterness. It's just like all around very well rounded uh, West Coast IPA. Thank you. Yeah, that's very my good. my go to for sure. 
Yeah, super I, good. That's I, my favorite so far. I can appreciate it because, uh, one, the presentation on it is, I mean, if you're saying what is, what do I need to look for when I look at a West Coast IPA? When I look at it, I mean, the clarity on it was absolutely beautiful. Um, so you did a great job there. Uh, what I appreciate about it is, um, again, another beer that I wasn't quite fond of back in the day was West Coast style, and now I am. Only because I was only trying one kind, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, so there's other West Coast style IPAs out here, different <laughs> different strains of yeast, different hot profiles, different, you know, you can be made differently and eventually you'll find one. Um, and this one is just su- super smooth. It's not overly bitter, um, but it still has that little bit of bitterness that you're looking for in a West Coast IPA. So you did a really, really good job on that one. So uh, for those of the beer nerds that are like, I need a West Coaster. Definitely hit this one up. Get yourself a pint. Don't mess with a taster. You're gonna enjoy it. I promise. Thank you. Thank That's you. right. Give it a give it a shot. You know, maybe a little, maybe a little BC if you want. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? The Christopher Martin, the West Coast IPA. One it's, of your styles. It is. I, I love a good West Coast IPA. This is everything that you would look for in that style. Super crisp. Super clean. Um, it's got a little little sweetness on the back end too. Probably from that Kvike. Um I, I use like a little bit of honey malt. And honey malt too. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll do that, would, that would lend a little sweetness as well. Yeah. 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 I wanted to, I, you know, for me personally, the palate record is always fun, but you know, like I said earlier, you know, you got to play to your audience and being that we're a restaurant, I wanted to have a little bit more of a, a malt backbone. Normally my West coast IPAs are all churro only, but I knew coming into this place, I wanted to have something with a little more balance to that bitterness, something that could go well with food. So I thought honey malt would be a great addition. It's, oh, yeah, it's nice. cool that you picked that up. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And dude, my, uh, mine and Chris's palettes have been wrecked since uh, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Green Flash wrecking palettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Those, those yeah. were my favorites back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love those. R.I.P. Green Flash. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of beer news, I always sometimes I throw that in here on the show. Breaking news. So last time we talked about uh, Bells, right? And they, mm-hmm. they sold out. Um, uh, big news out of uh, San Diego. Uh, Kings and Convicts has now taken over the uh, St. Archer facilities in uh, both the San Diego location as well as the Lucadia location. Um, and they're going to actually have Kings and Convicts as as, as opposed to Ballast Point. So you're going to see Kings and Convicts, which is a Chicago-based brewery in San Diego uh, at some point in 2022. So they purchased uh, both facilities. So they're going to actually brew here on the West Coast as well as have the tasting rooms. So interesting. Wow. I've, never, yeah. I've never actually had Kings and Convicts. I've been wanting to try them just no, because they I bought Ballast Point. I want to mm-hmm. see what they're all mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's very interesting. They didn't actually buy the name St. Archer. The no, Molson, Molson said, we're just done with it. We're not going to yep. make it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they sold them the buildings on the cheap. Oh, cool. um, and so they're like, yeah, because I think they were actually looking at a spot in Wisconsin, and they're like, shit, if I can get San Diego for Wisconsin prices, here we go. Yep. So Kings and Convicts, welcome to the West Coast. We'll have to see what you guys are all about. Yeah, they're, they are bargain bin hunters, aren't they? They got taking steal a, of a deal take, on Dallas Point. They got a steal of a deal on a good uh, St. Archer yeah, facility. Yeah. Which well, which San Diego brewery are they going to get next? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Right? They're going to get the trifecta. Just playing. But maybe... Maybe. Maybe. Awesome. What beer do we have next here, Joe? Uh, This one is Zed and Two Knots. So this is an Imperial Oatmeal Brown Ale. Mm, Let's go. Cool. Aged in uh, Heaven Hill bourbon barrels with coffee and vanilla. Whoa. 
that, that coffee smacks my nose holes. Like yeah, it's a local no coffee other. roaster as well. Uh, Rusted Iron Coffee. Shout out to Stacy. Uh, he, he'll do custom blends for me, which is really nice. And then, um, yeah, the Heaven Hill bourbon barrels are always good. And then, uh, yeah, a little bit of vanilla, as, as we said earlier, just to kind of round out everything. Wow. I'm very proud of that beer. We're, getting, we're getting low on that, but uh, I want you, you did that to on purpose. That. That's so bomb, yeah. dude. Made that gave us the last one there. Yes. Did that on purpose. Yeah. That is yeah. a dessert beer if I've ever had one. Yeah, it, it is, but it isn't. Like, there's some really nice. You get the like the molasses notes, but you get some really nice like leathery notes in there too. Yeah, I feel like we should be out on the deck smoking. It's, it's a pretty in depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice glass. It's got a lot going on. I'm yeah. very, I, like I said, I'm very proud of that dude. beer. It's a fun one. So, all right, this is my favorite now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't even got to that point yet. Yeah, you're already calling it. It's one yeah, sip. It's everybody knows. Not the rules. even a contest in my mind, really. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously, that beer is pretty amazing. Yeah, that's one of more, that's one of the more like creative. That's like a passion project of mine. That one definitely. I brewed a few times as a home brewer and brought it here as something that I just really enjoyed doing and I wanted to do on a on a big scale and uh, bring more people into what I'm doing with that one. So, dude, how does it do well here at the uh, at the brewery? Like. People it, catch on to it, or it's t- it's tough. It's more of the beer nerds, I would say, because yeah. the the average person is going to read just reads the description and goes, "I'm good." But when <laughs> when the beer nerds come in and and um, they try it, usually it's it's an instant sale, and they take yeah. A you just need one to try it, and then they're going to pass it around to all their buddies. Yeah, and, yeah. and then everyone's got a pour, and then everyone takes yeah. a can home, which is really yeah. nice. Yeah, so it's it's definitely more of like a niche crowd. It's more of the beer nerds, people who like the barrel aged stuff, and. Like I said, it's nice to be able to do that, and that's why I brought you kind of like a mixed fighter where I get you know some of those core beers and then some of the fun stuff I like to do, like the the barrel age stuff. Because um, from the beginning, they always let, wanted me to have a barrel age program, which is awesome, and yeah. uh, it's been really fun to be able to do that in, in a brew pub environment. Yeah, hey man, it's been a super dope flight. It kind of showcases a little bit of everything that you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that was it's the awesome. idea. Yeah, because yeah. I like I said, I got ten beers, but you guys got to drive tonight, so that's right. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to come back for the uh, the for back the, the round back two. six. Part two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always welcome. <laughs> always welcome. You have to get a hotel wow. out here and do like uh, us and Solaris at once. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in one night. Yeah, you you ain't driving nowhere that yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a rough day. Oh, rough yeah. is the right word. Because how we did it when we when we went to uh, Houston, we did uh, uh, one day kind of. There was that second day where no, we went the home. second day was not one. <laughs> it was three. It was three. <laughs> so the rough day. So we actually did one show, but awesome. then we ended up partying at another brewery for a VIP party. And then uh, that closed and we went to another brewery that was the one that's open the latest in Houston. Yeah. And had more there. And that's where you got lost. <laughs> there was a, <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was an Astros game going on. Astros and the Angels were playing. And so I think that's why they said they were open so late because. There's a bunch of you know stragglers from the money game to be had. Yeah, that's right. Closing early for yeah, <clears throat> good stuff. That. Well, definitely a great great mix of beers here, Joe. You're really uh, doing a great job here at Oscar's Brewing Company. Um, what do you got uh, planned for the future here? I know you had told us about uh, brew festival that you're uh, that you entered uh, for Minneapolis, right? Yeah, World Beer Cup. Entered that for the first time in my career, so I'm very stoked and nervous about that for sure. So I entered five beers for that. Um, we want to do a lot more festivals this year, a lot more barrel age releases, uh, more bottle releases. I'm also hoping um, to do more like dinners, like pairing dinners. Sick. Yeah. What's nice to have the head chef here who's 
really into beer and I'm always, I'm really into cooking because before this I was going to be a chef, but I decided the kitchen was just too much for me. Yeah. So I went into to brewing, but I'm still very passionate about cooking. So the two of, I, of us get together uh, once a quarter and we make a collab series. So we're going to concentrate more on those and then do releases hopefully with like a dinner. So uh, we release a sour, then everything at that dinner will be like fermented sour food. Or if we release a barrel-aged beer, then everything at that dinner will be smoked over the same barrel wood. Gnarly. That the beer, yeah. So we have a lot of fun ideas, cheese dinners, etc. Nice. Yeah, so hopefully um, towards the summer more, kind of when we're not super busy and we can host these kind of events without overtaxing the kitchen, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's a big plan for us. We're excited about that. That's, that's awesome. That's dope. Shout out to Cheese. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. Everybody loves cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wrong with that. Big cheese Agreed. heads here. Yeah. That's right. On the podcast. May- oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you guys know when we do that. That's going to be a fun, oh, a yeah. fun event. Yeah. Cheese and beer pairings are one of my favorite things I've ever done. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> dude, uh, pop quiz. Favorite cheese, Brandon. Oh, shit. This is really not cool. Why would you ask you me that? Only, I have so many favorites. Only one. Oh, you know mine. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. And I, I want to mention it, but... Wait, are you talking about styles or like a specific cheese? Specific cheese. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the one that you're Chris gonna, is going to say, gonna too. you steal mine? Yeah. You steal it. I've got, I've got so many. A humble fog, yeah. dude, is like my shit. Oh, that's a great cheese. Cypress Grove, that's, humble that's fog. Yeah, that's amazing. Fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have another one? That oh, you yeah. Want? Absolutely. I've, so when I worked at Whole Foods and I got to work with the, the cheesemongers, um, they gave me this, I think it was like a 15 year aged, uh, cave aged Gouda. Fuck. And you bite into this cheese and you can like, you can feel the crunch of the crystals. Oh, yeah. And that cheese, I, I, Shit, you not taste just like biting into a caramel, mm. dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I've had a, a gouda like that. That was in. Uh, we go down to uh, you know downtown LA, uh, Grand Central Market, mm. and there's a cheese counter. It's a LA cheese, fucking downtown LA cheese, fucking badass, dude. I highly recommend go checking out. Now go down there and hit up uh, Highland Park Brewery. You know all those homies down there. Uh, but hit up that cheese counter. They have that. They have an aged gouda that has that. Like yeah. first time I ever had that, I was like, well, that's fucking weird. It tastes like. Like caramel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wild, man. It's exactly, beautiful. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the cave age stuff. We were just talking, the chef and I were just talking about that today, those, how it crystallizes. And those little crystals are said yep. to like release endorphins. So we call them happy crystals. Oh, yeah. Oh, Perfect. I love those. So, I love so, so what's your favorite, uh, I guess? Well, we'll say style. I mean, I like blue cheese. Uh, Gorgonzola is I'm a big fan of. But uh-huh. um, like we were just saying, the cave age, anything with crystals in them, like, you know, like the cheddars. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the older and the stinkier, and yeah, um, I love it. I I'm love all that. Tolagio. No, <laughs> oh, that yeah. is stinky cheese. Uh, I'm a uh, my personal choice smoked gouda, uh, just about any any kind. Um, I think Sprouts. I'm trying to think of the 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 company, it might actually be uh, Boar's Head, but that smoked gouda is just like a go to. Like not too expensive. It's a little pricey compared to most cheeses, but. Um, it just, it's super like, it's got that oomph that you're looking for in smoked Gouda. So like my favorite thing to do with that is I'll take it and I'll make a hot roast beef sandwich and then put the smoked Gouda on top and let it melt a little bit. So good. That's how yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Cheese. 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 <laughs> shout out to cheese and cheese. shout out to Oscar's Brewing Company in Temecula, yeah. California. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna end the show kind of. Then we're gonna have some bonus material afterwards because we have some beers. To there's show a lot the of bonus. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of bonus. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So, um, but it's been great. Thank you for uh, having us here at Oscar's Brewing Company. If you guys want to know how to get here, it is 
just off the 15 freeway in Temecula, California. If you're heading northbound, you're going to get off on Rancho California, hang a right. And like Joe said, you can't miss it. It's up on the hill. There's a big duck pond down below, and you'll see the sign for Oscars Brewing Company. Uh, if you're coming south from Los Angeles or any of the areas up north, you're going to exit and make a left and go over the freeway. And again, you can't miss it. On your right-hand side, Yanez and Rancho California. Um, <laughs> Chris has some glitter water now. That's pretty awesome. Um, so uh, Keep it on the again, glitter. Definitely cup, check out Oscars Brewing Company. Come and get some awesome and amazing food. The chef here is amazing. Um, and Joe, you're doing a great job brewing the beers. So definitely, uh, keep it up and we'll look forward to hopefully you have some good success there at the, uh, uh, brewing competition in May. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and keep us posted when the uh, cheese pairing is because you guys all just heard we love our cheese. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so we'll be here. Um, but, yeah, thanks a lot for having us, and uh, keep it up, man. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And on that note, you get to hear our ending of the show. They also practice by drinking the urine of a ram. The, the what? They drink ram's piss. Because of the pH balance? No, because if you can drink ram's piss... Fuck, you can drink almost anything. <laughs> she said, fuck. Oh, what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it. Beer. But I'd rather chug it. Beer. Got my belly out to here. Beer. I could not refuse it. Beer. I could really use it. Beer, beer, beer. Beer, 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 beer. I can't remember how much I have had. I drank a 12-pack with my dad. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> oh, man. That's good uh, stuff. Grandma never gets old. I just think of uh, no. a... Uh, Grandma was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right now she was. That realization, yeah. Oh yep. man, what a funny. We moment. figured it out. I know what you're great. thinking, but Germans have warmed sausages that way for hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring up. I it was really funny when we were doing the the tasters earlier, and and Joe kind of sneakily opened the can, like kind of under the table. He didn't want to disturb anything. Little yeah. does he know what that we you're in we actually lean into the the can open. Yeah, for the for the AM. ASMR sound creeps, yeah, yeah, they love it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and and you know we're talking about Germany and you know warming sausages and things like that. (laughs) We got a uh, well German style lager, Marsen, from Fortress Beer Works. This was actually uh, sent to us by uh, Daniel, who we heard earlier, uh, Feathered Serpent, and this is in uh, from uh, Spring, Texas. Uh, Does anybody know where that is? Uh, It's in Texas. It's in somewhere, somewhere in between. Houston, Houston and, and Dallas. All right. Okay. All right. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't either. Between El Paso Somebody and in spring is like, this asshole. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I know. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. He's, like, he's, he's from the... <laughs> and we do have a lot of listeners in Texas. We probably just piss somebody off. Like he's like this cowpoke from the shittier Beaumont. Like, yeah. He's all mad. There we go. Oh. There it is. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's the good stuff. That was a... That was, that was a, a squirt. That was a live one. <laughs> Let's take a look at this guy. Cargill. I don't know what. That's pretty. They're nice, like, light mm-hmm. copper color. I bet they use Munich. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe it's like a, uh, yeah, or maybe it's like a, uh, what do you call it? Um, Kungle Dungle. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a Marsen without Munich. It's a fortress of a beer. 
Cheers. All right. So he has a? hold on. Let me. Uh, huh. <clears throat> yeah, all right. Cheers. So cheers Prost. to Josh too. Right here. To Josh. He loves this kind of beer. So, so right so up his alley. Okay. All right. So this Fortress Beer Works is a traditional German amber lager with rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor. Clean hot bitterness offers up a dry finish. It's the perfect year-round beer, regardless of Oktoberfest. Mars and Lager. Getting kind of that honey malt sweetness. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Totally. A little brittiness, though. Very cool. Yeah, nice. Very nice. All right, we're going to be moving fast. You guys we ready? We're going. We're moving fast. It's a Grand Prix. It. Let's go. All right. Put them all in your glitter glass. Put it in the glitter glass for good luck. I kind of want to. Yeah. It's it's so thick, right? (laughs) So this is my, this is one of my home brews, man. So if you want to put glitter in it, then go for it. (laughs) What'd you make? This is a, this is a North English style brown ale. And uh, I use, I got some, what do I have in there? Okay. I got some pale malt. Uh, Use a a British uh, crystal malt blend. And then I got a little, uh, well, I like a special roast. Actually, Josh turned me on to a special roast. And then I got a little, what else? I got some carapils and uh, some chocolate wheat, actually. Nice. I've never used chocolate wheat before yeah. in a beer. And this beer is actually really, really uh, interesting and kind of new for me. Uh, I've never brewed a brown before. And when I was thinking about browns, I wanted to lean more towards like English-style brown because I prefer yeah. an English-style brown. Uh, but I used a really, really cool uh, experimental hop. It's called HBC 472. And it boasts some uh, pretty cool notes of like, uh, you know, whiskey barrels. It has some uh, nice coconut notes. It has a little bit of uh, I get some like black tea kind of character from it. Uh, it's it's really complex and cool. Some like vanilla, some caramel. It's really fucking some tobacco. Wild, yeah. It has it has that kind of like musty kind of like tobacco leathery kind of quality too. That's awesome. Drinks really nice and clean, uh, but has all that wild robust uh, hop character. Sounds I really fun. really like this one. And it may or may not have glitter. It may or may not have glitter in it. That's a new uh, new trend. Daniel, <laughs> you've started glitter and everything. That's right. That's a new Modelo coming out. Glitter Especial. <laughs> hey, oh. oh, yeah. You whacked your mic, Christopher. I my first podcast. There's too many things on the table right now. Right. It's just, I'm just, I'm a mess over here. Don't mind <laughs> we me. We can put stuff on this back table. I know, dude. There's so much stuff on this table. Whatever ta- there's tables yeah, all around. Yeah. You feel free to unload that crap out of your way, but don't spill that on the equipment. Yeah, no. It's frowned upon. Yeah. So Chris has had this beer before. I have. I, I really enjoy this beer. Thank you. <clears throat> That's a really nice nose. It's cool, huh? I, yeah. I really like it. Caramel chocolate. I just want to point out the beautiful head that you get on there. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Great he, gives, job. he gives good head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the ASMR guys, right? There you go. Lean into it. A lot going on there. There yeah, it is. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I agree. You get like some leather and then like some very unique hop qualities in that. Right. Yeah, that's a very interesting brown. You said English style? It's a northern English style brown. Okay. So I was going for something like uh like a the body of like a new castle, essentially. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
but with a uh, you know, heavy utilization of that HPC 472. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like when you uh, mess around with stuff, Brandon. Yeah, man. You knock out of the park a lot of you know traditional style beers, but sometimes you play around and have a little fun. Yeah, that was some good stuff. Thank you so much. I, yeah, this was definitely something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I kind of just, uh, I was looking at Yakima, that's where I ordered my hops from, and uh, yakimavalleyhops.com. And uh, I was looking on there, and they had this really cool profile. Was a plug? It was. Okay. Hey, I, <laughs> They love me. They write love notes to me. Actually, they write love notes to everyone. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just says thanks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was looking. They have this cool little thing on their website where you can like pick like what kind of uh, aromatic uh, qualities you want, or aromatic uh, you know character you want. And uh, I was going for something of that of like you know coconutty kind of like robust kind of nose, and I wanted to utilize it in a beer like this. So I just kind of. Clicked on there, and then there it was, HBC 472. Very and, nice. Uh, That's awesome. And then, yeah, and then this, this is what happened. And uh, it's cool. A lot of late edition, and it is uh, dry hopped as well. Mm-hmm. And it's been a couple months since I last tried this, too. It has evolved a bit. Right. Yeah, it, yeah it's uh, yeah, it's rounded out very nicely. Good. I'm excited because uh, Brando and myself, we're going to be brewing our first beer together. That's right. Uh, it's gonna be pretty fantastic. If you guys didn't see it on the social media pages. Little uh, little tasty uh, New England style IPA with a hundred percent Vic Secret hops. Nice. Should be pretty fucking cool. Hoping to get that uh, tropically pineapple flavor from the Vic Secret because uh, usually that's what you get from it. So that's why I was hoping just that using just that hop alone, we we should be able to pull that off. Yeah, that one sheds off a lot of oil, man. You can definitely get uh, some really really cool. Uh, turnout on the nose, especially in late edition dry hopping for that mm. one for sure. Yeah, so we're gonna call it Miami Vic. Miami Vic, that's yeah, right. You'll dude. be seeing it soon. That's right, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stoked. Pump this is a good beer. What do you think, Joe? I like it. Yeah, it's great homebrew. No diacetyl. Party. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I don't. He's been working on it for honestly, a while. Now. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever. I, I'm just saying, I don't think I've ever. You know, had had that 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 D problem. You know, that's what I'm good. Yeah, no. never had a problem with the D. Never had a problem with the D. A lot that's of homebrewers, man. A lot of the time, what's wrong? With Nine times out of ten, the diacetyl, the, the heavy D. Yeah, the heavy D up, <laughs> up in the B. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does every beer taste like a band-aid? Yeah, band-aid <laughs> boxes. Too, you know, yeah. cardboard. You get buttery. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah homebrewing is actually harder than professional brewing. Right. Fun fact. Yep. <laughs> it's. Oh, man. People who make good homebrew, I got mad respect for you. It is. I brewed yeah. for a very long time. And actually, just two years ago, I finally decided not to homebrew anymore because I basically because of here, because I could brew whatever I wanted. But uh, sure. And yeah, that makes kind of like your own homebrew when you make something fun or exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be able to do it here and, and share it with a lot more people. Right. You know what I mean? Because you make a five gallon batch, you get 50 bottles, maybe. Yeah. Here you make a 500-gallon batch. You're going to get it out to some people. You're good for a minute. Yeah. 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 So it's nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, all my homebrewing equipment's been in storage since we moved in with the mother-in-law. But for Christmas, the beer wife got me the old Brewzilla system. So yes. going to get back to get back to brewing myself, get that all-in-one system going. Um, so we'll, we'll probably play with that too as well. Fudge, yeah. So since you've already actually brewed on it before, so... 
I, I have. Well, to... I've, I've brewed on something very similar. Yeah, the Robo yeah. Brew. Robo Brew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same like, thing. Is that like a grandfather? Yeah, yeah. Or, you to know, the some, some all in one. It's got a built-in pump. So I've, I've been interested. If I get back into home brewing, I'm like, I want one of those. Those are cool. Yeah, the, the it way, takes up so much less space than all the stuff that I have. The that way was like things have advanced in home brewing since I started home brewing, freaking 10, 12 years ago. Man, I'm still doing stuff kind of old school. I just do, you know, uh, ten gallon. Uh, igloos, igloos, the, yeah, the, that's, yeah, that's what it was. It, it works really igloos. well. Yeah, dude. they're insulated. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it was funny. Everyone I knew, we were everyone was doing it out of igloos, five gallon buckets, and oh yeah, yeah. And now it's come a long way. Big mouth bubblers, and oh yeah, man. You know, the, I have stainless steel fermenters. I would say the SS Brewtech stuff. And dude, a shout out to Delta Brewing Systems, man. I got dude. this fucking badass uh, eight gallon uh, conical fermenter that's just bitching. That's so cool to have a conical. So I was I was really uh, uh, sad because uh, Chad and Skyler had a couple conicals that they don't were giving even away. don't remind and me. I, I was up in Idlewild and could not go get one. I was I, like, oh my god, Brandon, go get these. For I us. messaged them <laughs> like literally like okay, they posted like forty minutes later. I I, I I wrote them and they were like, sorry, we already told someone we we're gonna you know hook them up. I was like, fuck. I was like, dude, that would have been so it. badass, dude. Yeah, because I was like, grab, right grab one for you, grab one for me, or grab two for you, grab one for me. And I was like, fuck, dude, we're like ready to start a brewery now. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's> roll. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> totally yeah. That's all you need. That's it. Hey, some, some really good breweries have started by becoming hand-me-down breweries from you oh, know, yeah, others. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good stuff. Next. All right, what, what else do you have oh, we're, in there? We're chewing through the, the bag of goodies here. I see that. Um, what do you think we should do? Oh, right, hang on here. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah, there we are. We'll be okay. <laughs> okay. We got we got a sour. We got uh, this is what I'm really really excited for. We got a good old. Uh, it's a it's a double black IPA, and then we got a little uh, you know a little ghost DDH ghost little ghost machine. Yeah, double dry hop. Nice. So what do you guys want? Let's do what you want. Okay. You want that double black? Let's do it. Well, that's for last. For our palate, that might be a palate record. For our palate's sake, I think I'm gonna do this. Oh, you're going to go ghost. Let's do that first. All right. So fun fact, uh, Parish Brewing Ghost, this is very hard beer to to come by. And um, I got the chance to try both the regular ghost in the machine and then the double dry hop uh, ghost. And I can tell you that much like the uh, Pliny, the double dry hop is better. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people get mad at me when I say that. Like, how yeah. dare you? I'm like, dude, the double dry hot Pliny is so good. Anytime you yeah. say anything derogatory about Pliny at all, you're going to get people jumping all over you. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we've uh, tested that. Yeah. <laughs> at the, at yeah. the craft lounge. You know, anytime someone says, like, blind, blind pick is better, like, you know, <laughs> someone freaks out. <laughs> you can't have your own opinion. Mine is correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Pliny a- is the be all end all, according to some. Speaking of Pliny, uh, they announced today that they are pushing back the um, Pliny the Younger release. It was supposed to be in February. Now it's going to be uh, March going into April. That's a fun mecha trip to do at least once in your beer nerd career. I've not done that yet. It's fun. Yeah, I would love to, though. It's fun to, now to go for the both. release yeah. and snag it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you, fuck you've done that. that? <laughs> yeah, well, right, right before COVID. killer. 
Yes. Yeah, so imagine driving eight hours to wait eight hours in line. Yeah, no. no yeah. Fuck that. But also, right before COVID, we did this, and COVID hit, and we couldn't go on a trip for another year. So we all looked at each other like, "Thank God we did that." Yeah. yeah. Even and you were, and time. you were able to get it. Yeah, we went to both locations. We stayed out there for the weekend. So one day we did uh, the original. Yeah. And the next day we did the Windsor. And so we were able to get double our allotment because Man, of that. that's nuts. Yeah. And uh, it's just fun. The people, the the vibes, you know, everyone's there in the same. They're all beer nerds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's fun. Whoa. Smell this from a mile away. Oh, my God. Yeah. It smells Dude. like a bag of hops. Bag of something. Yeah. It smells really good. Let me, uh, let me see what's 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 going on here? This is another uh, Daniel beer, by the way. He uh, he sent this cheers, to me Daniel. as well. So cheers to him. Thank cheers, you, Daniel, sir. This is double dry hop. Oh wow! Ghost and the bottle. It's a little sweeter. Yeah, very orangey. Is was this, is it sweeter than you expected? You think yeah. it was going to be a little more alpha heavy? I think so. Yeah, uh, not a bad way though. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. The hopping rate of just over eight pounds of citra per barrel. Mm-hmm. Jeez, wow. That's a lot of hops. A lot Shit, of hops. yeah, man. It's, it's a lot of citra, dude. That's pushing a pretty big alpha content, dude. Wow. It's good. You don't get to get this beer very often, so mm-hmm. when you do, it's a nice little treat. Yeah, I've only ever had the original version, and that was like once. So yeah. yeah. That's really cool. It's a treat. In the bottle, right? Because yeah. they used to have it in bottles. Six yeah. packs. Yeah, this was a, yeah that, was, that was a few years ago, so yeah. Man, this is pretty fucking impressive. Right. It's, it's funny stuff. how we've gone from bottle shares to can shares, basically now, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So now, yeah, we're all we're all lying when we say we've been to bottle shares. Yeah. <laughs> well, back in the day, they were bottle bottles. They were just yeah. bottles, but now they're can. You shares. showed up with a can, and you were like, "Get out!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I don't know, our bottle shares are still bottle shares. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the some of the good stuff you can't get in cans. Right. Speaking of uh, bottle shares, well, there'll be oh, a commercial yeah. on here, but since we're in bonus material, uh, January 29th at the Craft Lounge, the trifecta. Boom, 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 boom. Bottle share featuring Beer Thug Life. Yes. Hip Hop Craft the Show. Yes. And Louis Liquor Store. Yes. And the Craft Lounge. Yes. Huge bottle share. Louis Liquor is getting a party bus from Azusa and bringing people out to the Craft Lounge. Burr, 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 burr. It's a, yeah, big deal. So definitely we will be there. Uh, Brando and myself, hopefully yeah. Christopher can swing by and join us. More and than likely. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be doing like a I'm telling uh Brandon like a like a flash round podcast where we're just gonna be recording and then like we'll have Christopher go just pluck people. Like Beer Thug Life and Daniel from Hip Hop Craft the Show and some of the influencers that are going to be there. And uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, cool. Snag them. Be like, hey, come over here. You're going to talk on the podcast real quick. Come um, over here and chug a uh, 120 yeah. minute IPA I've been <laughs> holding in my cellar for nine years. <laughs> Hey, you know, Jimmy did say, do not bring no cellared IPA. No, we talked about this, though. Yeah. It's cool if it's 120. Well, right? it's a barley wine. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. basically, yeah, it's yeah. a barley wine. It's a hop barley wine, dude. West Coast barley wine. Wait, cool. Like heavily hopped barley wine, yeah. I should bring that last bottle of uh, the turmeric ginger beer. Oh, not, don't say a word. <laughs> Just, put Just put it on the table. Oh yeah, dude! You Race should people. watch unsuspecting people grab it. We'll just we'll, we'll just we'll just hang like a little GoPro somewhere, like hidden, and just re- and just uh, you know film people's well, reactions. If you could put it in a Canteon bottle, to really just oh, just really oh, that shit would be yeah. hilarious. Uh, 
Fafoon? Oh. Yeah. Because there's only a little bit left. Chug it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd have to like lie about how they love it. They're like, oh, this is fucking... Oh, it's great. It's so <laughs> chalky. It's so great. I, I don't remember it being this cloudy, but yeah. Canteon. So yeah, Joe, if you're not doing anything on January 29th, Craft yeah, Lounge. Come on down. It's huge, a Saturday. Huge bottle share with a bunch of people in the beer industry are going to be there. Nice. I'll yeah, be uh, in Sacramento. Oh. Uh, well, surprise. We're bringing it to you. Yeah, no, right. I was kidding. Oh, hey, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> oh, good. You go to Sacramento. You can get some good beers up there, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a bunch of my friends who brew out there. And, uh, oh, nice. Go do a little brewery tour with some other friends from down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So some of my favorite breweries are up in Sac Town. Oh, yeah. Um, I like uh, Track 7. Yep. Uh, yeah, YOLO man. and uh, Burning Barrel. Nice. Hey, great notion just opened up there. Um, great notion in Sacramento oh, now. Really? I didn't You're going to have yeah. to go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, like I didn't brand know about new. That. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can definitely have to go to Great Notion. Uh, and then, of course, Fieldworks was uh, yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. uh, device Brewing out there. Device is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. They make good stuff for sure. Yeah, a lot of, good, a lot of good choices. I'll be up in Sacramento. When am I in Sacramento? February. Uh, have you been? A, have you had a chance to go out to that Urban Roots? They do barbecue and beer out there. That's uh, oh, I've, been, uh, I've, cool, been, I've been. I've been. I've uh, been told to go there. You so definitely need to go there. Urban it's Roots, sick. and then there's another one, Ob Bruco or something like that. I'll take your word for it. I don't yeah, know, I don't it's like something, something, something Park Brewing or something like that. I'll have to look okay, it up. Okay, it sounds familiar. No, I'll, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'll send, I'll send I'll send you their info so when you're up there if you have a chance to go uh, yeah. check it out. Yeah, I'll let you know if it's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Holy Sacramento's mama. doing good up there. Yes. You like that ghost, huh? Well Yeah, man. You like if you like hops, this is like All right. right up your alley. That is a proverbial hop bomb. This is correct. Very nice. Next. 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 <laughs> We've got two more to finish. And you have Six do, minutes to do it. Uh, oh, six minutes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice to be done in six minutes. Or you're dumping the beer. Yeah. So you need to hurry up. Oh. Oh, it sounds like a chug for Brandon. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Brandon doesn't need any more reasons to chug. No, yeah. I did not. Actually, I think we should finish it off with a chug, but that's me. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we have... Let's do the sour. Sure. Well, yeah, because you said your double black's going to... It will ruin us. Right. Another, rip us up. another Daniel beer. I haven't had a black IPA in a minute. Dude, same here. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? Self righteous. Self righteous. Uh, yeah, was it just was re released uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, did was it really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. For, the, for those who don't know, Chris is a stone rep. That's a throwback. The best stone rep. <laughs> the best. Why there is. Are you a stone rep from my area? I used to be. Oh, you're not anymore. Used okay, to I be. Like, why I spent like I spent like yeah, I spent like two and a half, three years. Oh, actually, Jen, Jen, Jen does all the on-premise down here. Oh, so I'll, I'll tell her to come bug you. Yeah. Bring on the stuff. I don't mind saying I'll order anything, but you don't. Bug yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to drive by this place all the time. I'm like, what does the OBC stand for? You know. Now I know. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. How many people say you're down with OBC? The more you know. <laughs> Reading rainbow. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you down with OBC? When are you going to make that? That's beer. Oh, right. Well, I think that was an idea for a cocktail. Was uh, it? I don't think it ever got put on the menu, though. Yeah. We've, had some, beer. we've had some pretty great cocktail uh, ideas. That's been great. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Is this a sour, you said? Yeah, it's a, uh, I believe it's like a tiki cocktail oh, inspired. Gotcha, gotcha. This is going to be one of my favorite beers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You don't want to. You gonna, you want the pint glass for that one? One of my favorite episodes that Chris joined us on is the one where at the very end, I surprised everybody with like the blue green. Oh yeah, beer from Urban South. <laughs> yeah, is that the one with chunks in it? Uh, oh no, that was one of the wrestling. That wrestling was the beers. the Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Beer, yeah, yeah, that was the wrestling uh, raw episode. Wrestling. <laughs> so what is this guy? Uh, Exotica from Equal Parts Equal Brewing. Equal Parts. Oh, nice. Erotica and Exotica. Tiki inspired oh, sour right. ale, Headhunter. Oh, nice. The Headhunter, huh? Yeah, the Headhunter. What does that mean? That means uh, promiscuous. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Salud. All right. And on the on the nose, kettle sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely a kettle. Yeah. For sure. It, it, the taste, it, it tastes like a cocktail. It does. Yeah, it does. Very, very fruity. It's funny because I thought it was going to be way sweeter on the, on the first. But I get that. It really, to me, it tastes like a tropical tea. I don't uh, know if you guys are getting that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like a Moscow mule. Moscow mule. Yeah, I can kind of get that. Cup. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's definitely some sweetness, but I guess it's more balanced by that acidity. Yeah. It, yeah. Like you said, yeah, it's very nice. It has a very nice balance. The flavor's all there. I don't really know what Antiki. Headhunter. Uh, uh, pull, up, pull up the Urban Dictionary again. Let's, let's I don't know. If we, yeah, let's see what happens. Last time we looked up Urban Dictionary, it did not go very well. No, it didn't. Yeah, well, we didn't uh, find yeah. spaghetti burrito, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. You guys don't know what spaghetti burrito is? <laughs> Man, even Joe knows. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell us, Joe. <laughs> He's all, that's every Sunday night. <laughs> that's a staple in my household. <laughs> Son. <laughs> all right. What is this? Headhunter Tiki Cocktail. All right. It's coming. So. How do I make a Headhunter. So, uh, lime juice, lemon juice, coconut milk, papaya juice, 151 proof rum, uh, Captain Morgan, spice rum, orange juice, and beer. Wow. That, that's a lot that's, going on in that cocktail. It doesn't specify what kind of beer. Yeah. So, I'm just guessing like generic beer. Blue Moon. Or. Yeah, you'd have to use something light like a weed ale or something like that. Pass blue ribbon. PBR. PBR. Yeah, PBR. Yeah. All day. PBR. Just use when in doubt. Yeah, PBR. Ah, good old PBR. When in doubt, PBR it out. One of these days I would love to do a get like four or five people for the podcast and crush that ninety nine pack of PBR. Oh, if we could do oh it. my god. As a medical professional, I advise you not to. Yeah. You don't think we could do it? Well, the well I know we could do it, but I don't think it'd be good do for the our math. bodies. All right. I've got six microphones. So 99 divided by 6. How, how are we looking? Oh, it's the, oh my God. <laughs> look at 33? Joe. He's like, I don't like those odds. <laughs> Honestly, it, yeah, I yeah, don't like the idea. I shoot 33. it down. 33 PBRs a person. Yeah. I would imagine that by roughly 19 and 20th PBR, the podcast would be just done. Like, you would... Uh, the things that would be said and talked about at that point would be just off the. It'd be almost like that. <laughs> I know thirty three would be three. So what's half of thirty three? Half of thirty three. Oh, that's not. That's manageable. Yeah. Fifteen ish. Sixteen ish. Sixteen ish. I say we do it. All right, Joe. How you Last feeling about your least. PBR skills? Well, let's see if I can do like four tall cans. So yeah, fifteen pack. We're getting. We're getting. Yeah, because they're the little the ninety nine packs, the twelve ounce cans. Aren't are they not? Yeah. Still a fifteen. Yeah. Like that's a lot. That's a lot, sir. Yeah, that's a lot of. 
a lot of PBR for uh, for Friendsgiving. Me and Jimmy drank a twelve pack each, but then we were doing like a bottle share too. So mm. I don't know if I could do thirty three. No, I just well, think it'd be fun to walk out of the liquor store with that ninety nine. I'd buy it. Oh no, it's so fun! Like uh, La Bodega in Riverside. At it, I remember walking. I, I saw it, and someone was walking out with it. It was like five guys like carrying it. Like, <laughs> That'd be great. For <laughs> pictures. And what a great gimmick! Yeah, it was like a la- like a ladder. Like a How much is it? Do you know? I don't know. Thirty bucks. Ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. If you buy three <laughs> at Costco, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that along with ninety nine bottles of PBR on the wall. Oh man. Buy a, buy a, yeah, a three pack of 99 can Pabst Blue. You know, that should be like a food challenge. If you can drink it by yourself, it shouldn't cost you a dime. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. You know, and don't die. Yeah. Yeah, just don't go to the. You ER. know who could yeah. do that and not even break a sweat? Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. That was, I've read those stats. That's crazy. Oh, how much he drank in a sitting? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, 99 uh, PBRs would be nothing for him. Yeah, yeah. he'd be down. There's, a, there's our wrestling talk for the night. There oh, it is. We had hold on, hold on, hold we on. We did had nothing. I just remembered something. You what? said that you had a trivia question. I do. It's in my car. Oh, oh, fudge! I? It's my car is right there. Yeah, I would say it's not that far, guys. <laughs> yeah, I can but get it. I can make it happen. What is it? I don't. I don't. I know you don't. Know. I know. He's got, he's got a kidding. trivia question. But while he's getting that trivia question, it's going to be about wrestling, and we'll see if he can stump us. Wrestling. I'm going to pour uh, this. Salvadini. He's going to pour a. Double black IPA? Is that what you said it was? Yeah, this is also from Equal Parts. It is a double black IPA, nine percent alcohol by volume, and I'm gonna look up the stats on this because I think there's a really cool um, cryo hop in here that I was like, bone saw. I believe it's Amarillo, but I, I'll double check here. Let's see. Yeah, uh, that, how badass is that name? Is, it, was bone saw? Is, right? is that a? Is that a wrestler called bone saw or Marvel character? It sounds like a monster truck to me. Oh yeah, like bone saw. Yeah, grave digger. You know, grave saw. digger. Come bone, on down to the monster truck bone rally. Saw. Bone saw versus bone grave digger. Get your tickets now. <laughs> yeah. You Dig your graves you and saw your bones. You ever go to those when you were? No, kid? I wish I did. I did uh, WWE, but I never did. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We did the monster trucks down at uh, Qualcomm, and nice. uh, I'll never forget. They brought out that. Uh, what do they call them? The 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 robot the big uh, Godzilla looking thing that eats cars yes oh they brought yeah. that some Godzilla and I just remember like he freaking spit fire out of his mouth and you could feel the heat sitting oh. in the stands like as a little kid you were just like oh my god that's badass hell yeah right and then when you're an adult it's probably really cheesy but as a kid you're just <laughs> like holy shit and I just remember how wild those shows were like just these big trucks wrecking everything and lots of noise and the smells and I've always cool wanted to go. as a kid. I, I went to Supercross last weekend, uh, but I've never been to. Never been to the Monster Trucks. Monster, yeah. Supercross is fun, too. Though. It was dope, dude. They were a lot of fun. I will, I will say this about Monster Trucks. I was highly disappointed one year. We went to um, the Paris uh, Speedway. Oh, yeah. And they did Monster Trucks there, and it was not the same effect <laughs> yeah. as being in you know a legit stadium. Yeah. You know, I, and there was the legit monster car. Like they had Gravedigger there, like all the main ones. But it was just like on a small scale. It just wasn't, you know, remembering what it was like as a kid in this big stadium, and then you're hearing this like little tiny like podunk place off of Ramona Expressway. Oh and yeah, like, man. You're like, oh man, this is it's not the same. <laughs> Why do they call this place Paris? That's right? cool. I know my girlfriend just told me uh, today. Actually, we're on the phone. She was like. Uh, I really want to go to Paris. I was like, well, it's not too far. <laughs> Let's go this weekend, baby. It's I not that far. Yeah, 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 I got you, girl. I was like, it's not far at all. 
That's awesome. That's well, oh. here he is, and he looks very serious. He looks like he thinks he can stump us. The answer is here. He's probably going to stump me, but you'll probably get it. I, I think Justin will, will handle it. But you know, all right, I'm back. Did you did you guys watch me try to walk out of like every single door in here, not going the right direction? No, I can't see far. Yeah, we missed that, that part. Um, but yeah, thank you for reminding me about the <laughs> trivia question. Yeah. I remember you were very proud of it last night. Yeah, yeah. You were like, dude, I have a fucking yeah, like, question. I have a, I have a question for you guys. Since we always like Joe, you were into WWF when you were a kid, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Let's see where oh, we're shit, at. Here. dude. Yeah, All right. Contestants. You guys ready? Let's go. Which U.S. president was posthumously honored with an award from the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1992? Trump. Wait, president? Oh, post, you said posthumous, right? Posthumously, yeah. Yeah, so he's dead. Yes. Okay. So president, right? Oh, what? Yes. Okay. From what, what year? All right. So, which U.S. president was posthumously honored with an award from the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in the year 1992? Oh. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah, That's that was, my that was a serious. <laughs> I'm going with Abraham Lincoln. What about you guys? Okay. Um, I'm going to say Ronald Reagan. Okay. I got to do is name a dead president. <laughs> I'm trying, but I'm trying to think because I want to get it right. But I'm not going to get it right. No, we probably won't. No, just tell me your answer. No, no, guess. Guess one, please. Just throw. You throw, got a lot. Th- you got a lot to choose from. There's a lot of dead presidents. Think about all the presidents that were dead in '92. That's what I'm trying to think. I don't think very well though. I've, dr- <laughs> I've been drinking again. That's true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Ready? No guess? No guesses? One of you is right. You're looking at Justin. One of you is right. <laughs> He's Did I get it? <laughs> All right. The answer is Abraham Lincoln. Oh, fuck. Hey, did, you, hey, did you know it? The only reason why I know that is because I know that Abraham Lincoln was a professional wrestler. Before he oh, became president. Wow. Before he became president, it says on the back here, Lincoln was quite the skilled wrestler, thanks in part to his staggering height and lanky limbs. I, he used to wrestle at circuses and stuff. I, what the I hell? I, one, I, of the, one of the coolest things, like other than the fact that he you know, ended slavery and did a lot of cool shit for yeah, our country, but... Like he literally was a professional wrestler at circuses. What the fuck? Did yeah, he... he would come out and he'd wrestle midgets I and all kinds of stuff. I never knew that. He yeah. said, "I just named a dead president." You liar! <laughs> you <laughs> knew. You knew. Oh, like you guys had such radical different answers. Dude. That's what I was like, I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> Holy hell! Did you think anyone was going to get that, Chris? Um, I did not know the answer. You didn't when it was asked of me, and did I'm like, no, I'm going to bring this up on the though? podcast. You had to have known that fact. No, I didn't. Because I remember, even if I'm not mistaken, I remember like you know, government class, like learning about Abraham Lincoln and talking about how he used to be a professional wrestler. Man. And I just thought when I was a kid, I was like, that's freaking badass. That's cool. <laughs> I don't remember that. You know? I mean, the closest thing to that would be Trump. He, he was on in WWE running around. While, and I, yeah. I think he punched Vince McMahon a few times, yeah. did a suplex. That's why I asked yeah. about, uh, I was like, president, you did say president, right? Because I was going to say Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, yeah. 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 He oh, didn't quite true. make it to president. But no, 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 he didn't. Quite. No. Very well could be. All right, here we go. Speaking of uh, wrestlers, I'm pretty sure there's a wrestler out there with this name. Bones. Oh. Wait a minute. Is there was that the name of Randy Savage in Spider Man? Bonesaw. Yeah, there's a scene in, in Spider Man yeah, with Tobey Maguire where they wrestle. Like Spider Man's in the comic, he he wrestled before he became Spider Man. 
and he wrestles a guy, and I want to say it. Is his name Bonesaw? No, his name know. was Sawbone. Oh, yeah. And Randy Savage played him in the in the Spider-Man movie. This was Tobey Maguire's iteration. Um, which have you it seen? was Bonesaw McGraw. Was it? Yes. What the hell? Your memory is coming, creepy, up, bro. Dude. coming up, dude. Dude, it's all wrestling shit though. When it comes to wrestling, <laughs> yeah. if you need useless wrestling trivia, you just ask me. <laughs> that's, your, that's your guy. All right, here we go. Bonesaw equal parts, and they hail from Texas. Yeah, uh, what part of Texas? Uh, the equal part. The equal part of Texas. Checks out. Uh, they're in uh, Houston, Texas. There you go. Hey, and we didn't get to visit them. Here's so there's another Lord. brewery to go check off our list in Houston. Yeah. Here we go. We visited quite a few. I like it. Bonesaw. Oh. Yeah. Right now, we're getting four messages from the ASMR sound creeps. Thank you very much. <laughs> and they're they're all inappropriate. They're all going to be in telegraph form, format I because see, of that. I, that. I see that you poured yourself a full pour there, Brando. I did because I'm most excited about this beer. Out of really, the beers that I received from Daniel. Sir really Daniel. Uh, good looking head on that. Nice, I just huh? want to point that out. Beep, 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 beep. The sound creeps are like... <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Double click on that mouse right now as we speak. That's right. Morse coding it up. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the description for this guy. It smells beautiful. Like Joe was saying he has not had a uh, a black IPA in a while, and it's kind of a you know kind of a rare style. Had one last night. Did you really? Well, yeah. Self righteous. Well, yeah, 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 Sublime yeah. self righteous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a uh, imperial black IPA, uh, intensively hopped with uh, cryo hops. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to this. Uh, we got. Um, Roasted, chocolatey, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Columbus Cryo, and then we got some uh, Citra Cryo and Simcoe Cryo hops uh, that layer this beer and uh, at an impressive nine percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there should be a whole lot of flavor and uh, some wild shit going on in this beer for sure. What do you guys think? I'm sure you guys have tried it. I did try it. I have not tried it. Yet. It's awesome. I mm-hmm. like it. It's very good. Yeah, it smells like coffee on the nose for me. I don't know about you guys. Oh, hoppy coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that shit is very well done. Really, really nice. See, here's my problem with this type of beer. I what's the ABV on it? Nine. See, that's that's my problem <laughs> because it's uh, very similar to um, you know the Schwarz beer that we had er- mm-hmm. earlier, um, but I don't get the nine percent at all. Yeah, uh, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice uh, lingering bitterness. Mm-hmm. Like if you just uh, randomly said, you know what, I'm gonna go off the beaten path tonight. I'm gonna order a pint, and you order a pint, and you get this and you crush it, and you're like, oh, I get another one, and the next thing you know, you're gonna be like, man, I'm feeling a little loopy here. Yeah, shouldn't drive. <laughs> right. That's right. Well. Brandon's, uh, the, the, we're getting dirty, so Brandon's bringing out his That's soap. right. The, the, actually, something I left out. So when we were drinking uh, the brown ale that I, I, I brought out earlier, uh, so my friend, uh, he has a company called Fame on Rose Soaps, and uh, he actually collaborated well, with me and with Jimmy from the Craft Lounge. They made three different soaps for the Craft Lounge and then one for myself, and uh, it uses the that you know English beer, that or the English brown beer that I brewed. The name of the beer is called Fancy Clothes, and uh, the name of the soap is called Smooth Operator, and so it's fucking cool, and it's available at the Craft Lounge right now, so. That's very cool. Smell it. (laughs) It Smells good. (laughs) Smell my soap. Smells super clean. 
No, it smells great. I, it's I not every day you get your buddy to night. say, hey, yeah. here, smell this. Hey, smell this. <laughs> and wow. he actually does it. Yeah, man. Wow. It's like, like super clean. Like through the paper. You know oh, yeah. I mean? like, yeah, man. Whew. Smell that? It's a nice uh, It's a nice quality soap. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just uh, I, I'd bathe with it. I, I have. I, it's very nice. I've, you know, normally been kind of the body wash kind of guy, you know, whatever the wife will will procure for me. Lately, it's been every man Jack, I think, is what she's been uh, getting me. Oh, I've never uh, heard of but that. for Christmas, she got me the Dr. Squatch Christmas, or not Christmas, Star Wars uh, special edition soap thing. What the fuck does that smell like? It's like Star Wars. Tatooine? Like the first one I tried out was Yoda, and damn it, I smelled like a very wise like an old, old Jedi. Like an old puppet. You know? My ears got really long and hairy. Like an old <laughs> puppet. But let me tell you, like I, I've never been, I've never used, got yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure you lift your ball sack, please. <laughs> yeah. No. Both you will wash. Vigorously. Uh, highly recommended Dr. Mm. Squatch soap. I've never used any kind of gourmet soaps before. Um, there was a Dr. Squatch they did from uh, Classic Stone IPA as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that. That's, yeah. that's How right. did, that, cool. did you use I it? I did. I, I bought I bought the three-pack, and I gave two of them away. Uh, right. Hugo. Hugo got one. He got one. Yeah. Does it make you smell like an arrogant bastard? No, because it wasn't because it wasn't arrogant. Yeah. Uh, it was regular old. Set, my, set myself you up just, for that. You just smell like Greg Cook. I just re- <laughs> I just remember the color on it was badass because it was like that black and green, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, marbled cool. color. That's no, it was cool. cool. It it actually smelled like um, pine and cedar. Oh, right. That's yeah, cool. very nice. It's I'm gonna have cool. to get with these guys and see if he'll make me a soap with peanut butter because you know how. I like oh, it. My oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, and then Joe could dry hop it in one of his peanut butter beers. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine? You give the yeah. You give this to the potty mouths. You know, it's like washing the mouth out with soap. Yeah. <laughs> Trick them. Very nice. Yeah. Peanut butter beer. Mm. Well, this is delicious. Hell yeah! yeah. It's a great beer. Super rad. Excellent beer. We did it. Well, we made it through. Uh, made it through the bag. We made it. We, we and made we, it through the flights. We got through the, the through episode. The we got through the bonus material, and we're officially where we need to be. So there's a bunch of good. shit and empty glassware on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah so we did a great job. And some breadsticks to eat. Yeah, breadsticks. Oh. To water it down. That's right. And, uh, yeah, it's... Right eight. right there? It's uh, it's about that time. Well, yeah. Well, Joe, cheers. Uh, cheers, yeah, Joe. Sir. Thank you for having us. And thank, thank you. you to the, the Oscars uh, staff for uh, treating us so kindly. and Absolutely. Uh, you know, just being super cool. and Oscars Brewing Company, Temecula, great, California. Great spot. Check it out. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. cheers.